Well, here we are again. It's the New Utah Podcast, episode 69. Let the puns and euphemisms begin. I was really fucking hoping no one would say anything about it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Whatever, you were excited. So, no, not really. I've never, okay, I've, I've, not, I've been an adventurous person in my life. I've never personally um, gotten in on any of that sort of action. <laughs> and I've always thought, you know, there's just better ways to accomplish that. That doesn't seem like the greatest position. So, yeah. The damn Kama Sutra. I just don't think it's that great. Like, it doesn't, nothing about it says fantastic to me. And I'm not afraid to, you know, <laughs> do that sort of stuff. So, it's, <laughs> it's like butt stuff to me. I'm not into butt stuff either. It's just not my thing. There you go. So for all of those out there who wanted to know. A little more information than people probably <laughs> wanted to know about me, to be honest with you. You know, I was looking at picture the pictures that, that Jess took and, and that you took from the distillery. Fuck, I am bald as shit. Only at the right angle. <laughs> <laughs> if you tilt your head slightly, I look I like got I the have best, no You know hair. those pictures, like when you're making dumb faces when you're a kid, like your eyes are shut. and Yeah. Yeah, I totally got one of those of you. It's amazing. I should forward it to you. Glad you didn't fucking post it. Why would I? And like, but I'm looking and I'm like, oh my God, like if, if the light hits just right, cause my hair is really blonde and if it hits just right, it looks like it's not there because it is thinning and I have a giant, like if I wore, if I was Jewish, it wouldn't be a problem cause I'd always have like a, a yarmulke <laughs> on and it would cover up the bald spot that's growing, um, for at least some amount of time. We could eat like that spray stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking put some chia seeds up there. Water them. Regularly grow chia hair. Chia head. I, so I always thought because you get f- your hair from supposedly from your maternal um, grandfather, right? Your mom's dad. That's what I've heard. My mom's dad had a full head of hair until he got cancer and had all the chemo and radiation and all that other shit. Um, and it was gray from the time he was like mid twenties. Maybe he wasn't your real grandpa. <laughs> well, <laughs> something to be said there. <laughs> Something to be said there. I mean, I think he is, but my grandma and my grandpa, they were uh, they were never uh, into infidelity. Like, they were truly a couple that loved each other. They would have been married until now when they're both dead, but my grandpa died a while ago, so. Hmm. And then my grandma died just recently, so. Actually, I found out about my grandma dying while we were on a podcast. We were we were podcasting. Oh, that's right. And like it just it like it like my mom sent me a text while we we're in the middle of a podcast, and it just didn't hit me because we were just in this mode. And afterwards, I'm like, I don't think I knew that. <laughs> then afterwards, I'm like talking to Bree. I'm like, um, yeah, my grandma died. Just got the text. Like it wasn't unexpected because she'd been in yeah, the she'd hospital. Been sick. Like she'd We'd... been it. It was coming. Like it wasn't an unexpected thing. So, but still, like I was just in that zone, and I just didn't let it affect me until we were done. And then, it, like the, all the hit, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Anyway, she lived far away. Very, very dear woman. She's in Houston, uh, Lubbock, Texas. Look. Still Texas, but not the flooded part of Texas. Really sucks for, t- and what about the storms now, right? And earthquakes, and it's fucking into the world stuff. I'm telling you, it's still happening. I gotta fix this. Mic still there. happening? You mean it's happening? There. Well, and there was the earthquake in Park City today. Uh, yesterday. Yeah, but three, there was another one today. Yeah. There was so. another 3.0 today. 
uh, 7.0 in Mexico. There's been another swarm up in Soda Springs. Mormon Jesus There's is pissed. There's one in San Francisco this morning. Yellowstone's gonna fucking blow. The earth is like, ah, oh, we're done with this shit. The Mayans were off by like, what, five years? It's all tropes. Five years. <laughs> five years. But hey, considering it was like, what, five, six plus thousand years ago, they predicted it. Yeah, Ten years, thousand, uh, whatever. Pretty damn good accuracy. It's I not mean, too bad. To be honest. What? the fuck is with trump calling the leader of north korea rocket man in front of the un not not just on a tweet but he, he said it in even, his speech in but front he couldn't of even say united nations it's like my favorite speech this week i <laughs> think it's really funny if you listen to it <laughs> i don't know why but it's dumb just putting some notes down here yeah i don't think i need to put 69 more than episode 69 i think it's totally inappropriate more to than more than no 69. I'm just putting episode 69 in the show notes. You can write whatever you want on the website, which, by the way, if you guys haven't seen the new website, thenewutah.com, it looks just like thenewutah.wordpress.com. <laughs> <laughs> but it's our own domain now, which is really kind of cool, I think. Um, and Jess does a really good job on it, so you guys should should check it out. Not last week, I didn't. It was fine. Failed. <laughs> no, it was fine. It was fine. They found it because all your links were to the old site anyway, so. They still got there. I hadn't turned it off yet. Anyway, um, yeah, so I don't know if I told you guys when we went to... Oh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. doesn't matter. Uh, how was your weekend, Jeremy? So I've got some weekend <laughs> stories. <laughs> okay, so Sunday morning, I get up, oh, I don't know, 8.30, something like that, and I, uh, I look out the back window, and all the chickens are lined up. And they're staring out the backyard at two male ram sheep. Horns and all? Horns and all. I mean, the full, th- and, and the, the, the two sheep are standing there staring at the chickens, and they haven't they stare down. Folks, Jeremy does not live in the countryside. He lives in the suburbs no. of Salt Lake City. No. So I, I'm staring at it, and I, it was one of those honest double takes. I, could, I, I looked, I like, blink my eyes i look again and so i start telling everybody hey, there's there's these ram sheep outside of course as soon as everybody comes to look they had wandered off slightly yeah. and so they're looking at me like i'm insane like, like you're a dick for making them all get like up yeah look. dad there's really rams thanks for making me get there. out of bed dad so we all run outside and uh, sure enough they were they were just far enough down that you could see them so they they wander off at one point a little later on uh they're in my front yard Animal control is chasing them, and if if you could have had the soundtrack to uh, oh, what's that British? No, the British comedy. I know what you're talking about. I don't know the tune in my head right now. It was like that. Watching the Benny Goodman. Yeah, Benny Goodman, where they're chasing. Anyway, if you've never watched Animal Control try to chase an animal like a ram or a deer. It's fucking hilarious because these aren't easily corralled animals for people that aren't trained to corral them. And honestly, sheep are dumb as fucking rocks. Even the male sheep are dumb as rocks. Yeah, and these... Like the the female. The thing is with these bad boys is you don't want to piss them off because they'll turn on you. (laughs) I'm sure those things fucking hurt if they hit you with them. So, so yeah, animal controls out there, and it kind of turned out to be a whole day thing. And in fact, to be honest with you... Uh, they still haven't caught them because I saw them again today in the field behind us wandering well, around. Well, here's the thing. Who's the fucking rancher that owns them? It's got to be someone 
somewhat near i but i don't know but wouldn't you think you walk out and then two of you i mean to be fair there are could be sheep on an adventure there is a fair amount of farmland out where you're at and so they they absolutely could be from one of the smaller farms that still have a you know random livestock but a little farther away than just my neighborhood yeah well i mean you did have the open field behind you so anyway part of it so yeah, that was my weekend. Watch But that. how the fuck are you not missing them as a rancher? Well, yeah, that's what I'm... It's not like you have a lot of male rams, full-grown male rams yeah. in your sheep herd, right? Like, yeah, Wouldn't you notice two of them are missing? Yeah, I mean, that's money. That's a lot of money. And wouldn't you call animals control? And they're like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, we found your rams are over here. Can you fucking come corral them? Can you get your healer out here to... Put these fuckers back in. I was pen. I was half expecting them to tranquilize them, but they didn't. I don't know. Maybe there's some rule that they can't. I have no I idea. Might be. I mean, they don't pose a serious threat to anyone. I mean, they would hurt if they rammed into you, but I, they're not just going to charge you randomly. Typically, yeah, it's more of a defensive or a I'm going to mate with that sheep over you sort of thing. So right over you, far <laughs> <laughs> oh ram you. I did not, I did not mean, I did not mean to make sheep puns <laughs> at all. So, so, uh, let's see. Aside from that, um, starting to clean out the, some of the beds, the beans and stuff that have, that have given their all for the cause, started cleaning those beds out. I, I did admire the picture you sent me because I cleaned out my lilies and I don't fucking care because all the shit that's in there is going to die anyway. And so I just get the big pieces out and let it decompose where it's at. Your bed looks like you actually give a shit and you cleaned all it's cleaned it out. out. Do weeds grow in in the meantime, then? Does it fill back up with uh, weeds? There, you know, this time of year where it's starting to get cold, and it's supposed to be in the 50s this week, a few may pop up, but not really. So that way, come spring, though, I'm all ready to go with my whole newspaper compost planting. Yeah, I, I did not cover my plants with a tarp because I don't care, and it didn't get that cold. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't covered anything either. But yeah, if you, I mean, we're to that point where... Most of your vegetables, at least in our area, have probably given about all they're going to give. I'm pretty sure that zucchini plant's going to keep shitting zucchini out until <laughs> it fucking dies. I do not know what to do with all the zucchini. I've been trying some amazing recipes, but... <laughs> so the, so the, have you tried the, the zucchini lasagna? I've had zucchini lasagna plenty of times. I put zucchini in my pizza sauce. Oh, that's really good. And, of course, zucchini bread, all that kind of stuff. Fuck, I've made so much zucchini bread. I'm, like, <laughs> the master of zucchini bread now. I mean, you guys have, like, batch 38. That's awesome. So and perfect. you only planted two? Yeah, yeah. And next year I'm going to plant one because <laughs> that's way too much zucchini because no one in my family likes it but me. I love zucchini, but I'm fucking tired of it. <laughs> and I'm not just going to throw it away. Do you do this where, where you shred them like spaghetti noodles? Uh no no I haven't done that that yet. one's pretty good I do I do like that I made some zucchini cakes like potato pancakes oh but, yeah those are good uh so I I learned I made some zucchini chips like little coins. oh yeah 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 and bread did you bread them and fry them yeah they were well I, or bread I, I baked bake them I baked them with some parmesan and some some breadcrumbs and uh they were too thin so they burned it's burnt up because they were really thin and there was nothing to them so they were really salty as well because I didn't know how much salt to use it's hard. When you're breading something, you haven't done it before, it's a no. Yeah. And, of course, Parmesan is a pretty salty cheese. Yeah, true. So. Jess looks looking at me like, whatever. Jess's sweet, sweet cabbage got eaten. Did any of your cabbage survive, or did all of it get devoured? I, I picked one at the beginning, but cabbage is awesome and is one of the plants that regrows after you pick it. 
And uh, what kind of cabbage? Just regular. Regular head cabbage. Green head cabbage. Yep. Yep. But uh, unfortunately, something decided to eat every single one of them. It just looks like something took a big old bite. Maybe it's deer out of the top of it. Could be. How I. That would be magical if they could get over my fence. I would like That's to see that. Have you seen a fucking deer jump? They <laughs> jump. They can jump seven. I actually fences. have never seen a deer out by my house they in jump. ten years. Bree saw so. a deer dead on fifty six hundred west, and I'm like, "Well, <laughs> that's." Uh, she's like, "I've never seen one." Like here. it I'm would like, make more sense for rabbits away. to like go under my fence and or foxes or raccoons. What does foxes, the fox say? I've never seen raccoons, but fox for sure could be a culprit, but, but I don't know. Oh, are foxes mostly carnivores, though? Or are they herbivores? I don't know. Generally they might be speaking, vegetarians. I, I do see foxes on certain golf courses on the regular. I'll see red tail foxes. Maybe it's the antelope. Really Maybe they make their way to my house and could be. like cabbage. They're home on the range. Or they just figured out how to open your gate up and fucking right. go right in. Right. They're, They're smarter like, than you think. Great. Or I still say it's one of the little neighborhood kids. Nope. What the fuck? Kids do not eat vegetables. <laughs> they're not kidding. Period. Let alone go into my, a garden. with my jungle of grass back there, I totally would they're, see they're footprints They're like, oh, I'm going to go totally bite into that cabbage. cabbage. I'll show that bitch. I don't like her. Mean old Jess. She fucking hates us anyway. Whoa. True. Very true. But my peppers are awesome. My green onions are still awesome. See, that's one thing that I thought I would do. Salsa garden? As, uh, no, because fucking tomatoes are disgusting. Oh. Um, but peppers, because I love peppers. I love bell peppers. I like jalapenos. I'd love to grow my own, but. Might have been champs this year. Like, they just keep going. Part of Amazing. why I grew the squash, and I have to keep reminding myself, is the ground cover. Yeah, no, a little bit of maintenance. I put them in a garden, but you can plant them in a pot. They don't grow very Yeah, peppers, big. you can just put them in a yeah. pot. Like, they grow up. That's you guys all. are starting to encourage me to work more. <laughs> my cucumbers have been awesome too. But I'm trying to think of what I can. My eggplant has had a million flowers, and I have yet to get any fruit. So Darn it's it. really sad. That's how my big squash have been. I've gotten three butternuts out it's of that It's the big first plant. year that's ever happened, but I think my cucumber plant has suffocated them. I'm pretty sure my cucumbers and one of the mystery plants that I have that I don't know, <laughs> and it's hard to follow the vines at this point. I'm pretty sure they've they've made it and made some weird fucking looking half cucumber, half squash thing. Some zombie fruit. Yeah. But the cucumbers are coming in. In fact, there's probably some out there I need to go pick before they rot. Um, Brie can't eat them fast enough now, but they were like one or two a week. And our, our, like, our cucumbers have finally taken off, and yeah, we're getting... Eight or nine a week, probably. Yeah, I'm going out there, and I'm like, fuck, there's like six new ones all of a sudden. Which are all weird sizes. Oh, I'm pretty sure I have pickles. It's not the size of your cucumber. No. It's the motion in the cucumber. They're spiny, especially <laughs> those Japanese ones. They fucking hurt to pick up sometimes. They do. Spiky little bastards. They're good, though. I hate cucumbers, too. I don't hate them. Yeah, I hate them. <laughs> I just don't eat them. That's awesome, though, that you're getting Brie to eat something out of a garden. Good oh, she for you. It. Well, that's why I planted them. I'm like, she's just going to think it's just a stupid thing. But now that she's eating the cucumber, she's like, these are so good. They're and, they're, and they're way better than what you get in the store. Yeah, way, way better. And the so. ones you get in the store are mushy within like two days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. So anyway, I guess that's enough uh, garden talk. <laughs> I'm sure that's everyone's favorite thing. They're like, oh, fuck. Can we just fast forward like 10 minutes? The new Utah garden talk. Garden talk the bullshit. Hell? I uh, almost over. I mean, Peter, that's probably the only reason he listens to the show. Um, <laughs> and I will, Peter, I will, I will get you. You probably need to add this to the list for me. I will get you, Peter, uh, the clips um, where we talk about you for some fucking reason. We have this obsession with the 
random Irishman that's not my daughter's sort of not boyfriend anymore. I don't know. So he posts videos like just what he's doing with his show and stuff, and he hasn't for a while. And he did the other day, and he's growing a beard. And I was like, hey, now you need some oleo, because he's familiar with oleo. And then he said now he's going to be uh, the new host of the new Utah. He wants to know where his cake is, and he likes the Gaelic intro music. So That's great. That's yeah. great. It's Irish white man music. We still need to Skype him in. Cake. We yeah. probably have to do it on like a Saturday because yeah, of the seven-hour seven difference. So probably like a Saturday morning yeah. I mean, he's in the future. Probably not looking forward to being up at like 2 a.m. You never know. Maybe he's a night owl. Could be. I doubt it. I could ask. I don't know. He's a gardener. <laughs> gardener. They, he's a horticulturist, for goodness sake. They get up early and do shit and then go back to sleep. Should something. I say it like a pirate? I. No. <laughs> I? No. He's no a, talk like a pirate. I will <laughs> shut that shit down. I will fucking edit it out. Do not talk like a pirate. Mm-hmm. Why do I be a hater? It's been a long day. I went to the premiere of the Kingsman Golden Circle last night. Oh, was that good? Oh, uh, it was amazing. Actually, it was really awesome. I liked the first one. It was pretty You know, good. that was, that first one was a total sleeper in terms of like, it just, it didn't do really well initially. And then it started picking up steam because word got out. This one is, it's so good. This one is pretty awesome. There's two characters in there that would be worth going back and watching for again. Colin, <laughs> so. Excuse me. Colin Farrell in the first one was hilarious. Yes. A Firth. A Firth, sorry. Yes. He's good in this one as well. I thought they killed him. Did he come back to life? Maybe. Well, don't give anything yeah, away. She just <laughs> fucking ruined the movie. Thanks, guys. Go ahead and uh, delete this last fucking 30 seconds. I just know they killed him in the first one. That's all I know. Uh, he's on IMDb, so. No, I'm pretty sure that they allude to it in one of the previews, too. Yes, because he's shaving. Yeah. Like that. So, anyway. Like that? I need to stop. I'm keep adjusting the mic. And I can't hear. Oh, I, gar- can I guarantee you can fucking hear it on the recording. I just need to be like hands off of this shit because it's really loud. But you can't hear my chair. So I, I got one more story. If we want to do more stories, or are we ready for some some events? Now nah, we can do more stories. Our guest belled on us, so that's going to free up a lot of time. Because <laughs> I got I got one more. It story. was it was an emergency. emergency. It's right. okay. It happened. It's all good. So I got one one more story, and then we, then we can get into our, our events and stuff. So the the sixteen year old is going through all the driving stuff. So the way they do it now is weird. So she actually took driver's ed the last quarter of last year, but then you have to schedule your driving time and your range time, and she's just now having her range time and driving time, so it's a little weird. Anyway, so Sunday we took her out driving for like two or three hours because she had a range on Oh, you got two or three hours out of her? Yeah. When, I, when we were doing Sean, I got like 20 minutes, and she's like, I'm too fucking stressed. I got to go home. <laughs> and you wonder why she's fucking like scraped the car across the, the tree. So, so. Uh, by the way, I totally took my mirror out with a construction sign. <laughs> I forgot to But see, it's a construction that. sign. No, That's... I totally misjudged. It was one of those big diamond ones, like the huge ones. You ripped and I mirror missed... off? No, it just popped it in, but I totally oh. misjudged. Well, that's not bad then. No, but it made me laugh. Oh, it made me think of Sean. Well, and Cassie came down for her car this weekend because she wanted to get it as soon as possible. The Jeep? Yeah, the Jeep. And we're all in it. And she, she just starts it up and <laughs> takes off while we're sitting in it talking. Like, wasn't planned. And then she gets back and Sean's like, can I drive it? And she's like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame her. I wouldn't let Sean drive my car. Yeah. So, so we take her out Sunday for a few hours and then we take her out yesterday for a little while and then this morning heather goes to go to work and she's not even to work and she calls me she's like something is really wrong with the van like i gotta pull over i'm like really wrong so i go and i i 
I drive to where she's at and I, and I get in and oh yeah, the steering is just messed up. So I take it to the shop where we, where we tend to take cars. Oh God, did she fucking curb it? Yep. So that, so he's so, so, so they have it and I'm like, well, you know, while you're in there, I've, it's time for an oil change and a couple other things. I'm like, but the, the, the steering is so sloppy. It's a disaster. So, so we, we leave it at the shop. We go back. 45 minutes later is all. He calls me back and he's like, yeah, we did the alignment tests and you're off the charts. He's like, either somebody hit something really hard or you tried to change your tie rods by yourself. <laughs> well, I know we didn't try to change the tie rods by ourselves. So when she, all I can figure is when she was practicing her driving, she must have hit something hard, hit the curb, something. And you guys it. weren't in the car with her? Well, she went with her sister. Oh, gotcha. You know that her sister is not actually okay to do that. Yeah. It was a church parking lot. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that? And then what happens? And then, and then her sister didn't say anything either. So, so, well, then that's the other thing. So nobody said anything. So did you guys uh, have a chat with them? Yeah. Well, and, and then the guy said, the guy said, well, you know, you've had stuff done here before, so it's covered. So tell your kids. They don't have to lie about it. Just tell them because just it's, do it. it's covered. And <laughs> yeah, just don't lie about it because if we try to drive it and the fucking axle falls, falls off, off, we're going to find out. Yeah. And then your mom's going to be really pissed because she drove it and the axle fell off while she was driving <laughs> you dumb fucks. <laughs> Why is it that kids think that they can get away with shit and not tell anyone? And no one's going to figure it out. Like we all didn't live the same thing as teenagers. Like we all learned to drive. We all had fucking accidents like that where we fucked up. And what our parents didn't, they all found out bullshit. You still have you hit a you hit your fucking mirror and you didn't tell us you were trying to hide. I'm it also from us. 37. I didn't. I actually just forgot. So, <laughs> but well, that's fine. That's what my kids say too. Well, I forgot. How did you forget? <laughs> oh, I uh, ripped the whole well, side of the car off. My mirror fell off again. The first one. Something happened to my mirror. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's well, just kind of hanging there? Well, what the fuck did you hit? Nothing. You're a liar. See, but I just want to tell you about off. mine because I thought you would think it was funny, but it is. it's in the past, so maybe it's not as funny anymore. You know, I'm really disappointed in you that you didn't bring me any of these Oreo things that you made because you made like a hundred boxes of cookies. Uh, bags, and I baked a thousand cookies, oh, which makes Jesus. 500 sandwiches. Jesus, that's a lot of cookies. And how many did you sell? Um, each bag had six in them, and I sold like 55 or 56 bags. Out of 83. I totally and thought rest, that we were going to get some to share here. The rest I donated to the uh, gayest bake sale ever last night. You got to turn your mic on, Bree. I did. Oh, I didn't know. I just, we had turned it off. So that was kind of you to donate them. Anyway, I heard that bake sale went really, really well. It did. They sold everything. And it was pretty short notice, right? Uh, five days. Yeah. Yep. yep. They just did it on the corner of 2nd Avenue and State Street at City Creek Park. Yeah, across from the temple. Yep. Did they, uh, how much money did they end up raising? Uh, last I heard they were still, uh, calculating the last post I saw from Cat Keller Meyer. What was the proceeds for? So it's, the Pride Center is opening a youth suicide, Uh, um, program and that's what it's going to be. And the reason for the bake sale is in response to Utah deciding to continue to side with the stupid Colorado baker that refuses to do it. Yes. So, so we should. I bake gay cakes. By the stop way, stop selling to more. Yeah, if, if you gays want cakes, <laughs> Jess will bake them. She I does know. make. No, penises. I did bake sell, and it didn't go to <laughs> any Jess cause. Does penises? But what? And, it and, didn't. And it, vaginas and boobies. I've never done a boob cake before. <laughs> but, I, but you would, would you not? 
Sure. Would would you do like a full female in the nude? Yeah. What about a full male in the nude, front and back? Sure. My <laughs> penis cake was probably one of the most amazing cakes I've ever made. Front just and so back? You know. That's a lot of cake. <laughs> how much? Uh, like how how much did the penis cake weigh? <laughs> it was just small. How? What? <laughs> How big was the shaft of said penis cake? Was the penis doing anything, or was it just yes, a dong it and was. balls? No. What was no it balls. doing? What was it doing? No balls. Um, was it spitting something out like a sprinkler head on a tongue? Yeah. Oh my god, are you serious? Totally serious. And that wasn't like just decoration. That was the shape of the cake. Yeah, yeah. I made a tongue. Did you out take of cake. pictures of this cake? I did. Do you have I them take- with you? Uh, I don't think so. Did I you put it up on, on Facebook? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I actually that would, did not. I'm pretty sure that's against the terms of use. Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, no, I didn't put it up. Oh my God, Sorry. Episode 69. Penis cakes. Penis cakes. <laughs> I, I cannot believe that that was all. That it was, was an amazing shape. cake. How'd it taste? I, d- I don't ever eat them. They're all for hire. Do you ever see when they cut into them? What part did they cut first? Did they I like wasn't cir- there. It was they a like party cir- at Was the it bar. circumcised or not? It was a party. Circumcised. <laughs> it was totally circumcised. It doesn't look... It looks disgusting on circumcised. I'm sorry. It's like a worm. Have you ever seen like the... the What are they? Are they called ducktail uh, duck uh, clams? Gooey ducks. Gooey duck clams. That's what an uncircumcised dick looks like. Sure does. It's like a giant tube with a little head poking out that just like... There's benefits to it. You, yeah. you, guys don't see, you guys don't see what I'm doing with my arm. <laughs> yeah, this is a podcast. <laughs> this is not being recorded. This is a fucking... Video. Ridiculous topic. We should move away from it. Maybe we should go to events. No, I want to talk about this weekend because our. Oh, sorry. And this this will tie. <laughs> we'll go into oh, okay. events. Well, no, upcoming events. Good. So, okay. Real Salt Lake um, played Portland, uh, and I don't know what this orange thing was. There were a few orange, like ten orange streamers that hit the field, and Bree kept pointing Apparently, out. Apparently, no one got the memo. Yeah, that's well, and and Bree kept. <laughs> we're sitting there, and Bree's like, "Hey, that kid's wearing orange." Hey, that kid over there is wearing orange. Wasn't it for the Houston the or the Texas? The in support the, of 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 you know Hurricane Harvey. Is it Harvey? Yes, because Houston? Houston is orange. Their team's orange. Yeah. So in, in in support of that and whatever. And I don't think I think you're right. I don't think that it was well organized. Um, but anyway, they beat Portland. Um, I found it. I'm not even. I don't even go to the games. Well. I looked for it. I didn't find it on any of my fan sports sites. Oh, well. Anyways. I'm part of a supporters group, so. Whoa. <laughs> really? Hey, that didn't even clip. That didn't Maybe clip. I should turn myself up a little bit, actually. Maybe you should keep that for so anyway, a soundbite in the future. No, I'm not going to keep the raspberry. I think my favorite soundbite is still, no, you hang up. Yeah, I did not add it to the end of the episode, though. You okay. should. I, by that point, I add was Add it to every really single done. one. So anyway, we... Uh, Portland won really good. It actually put RSL into the playoff race. Like oh. it put us above the red line. Officially, good. we are number six after the end of the weekend's results. Um, RSL does still need some help to stay in the playoffs. We have played more games than anyone else, but that means two things. One, if RSL wins out, we've got a really good shot of staying in the playoffs. Uh, and two, everyone else above us, below us, they all have two more games to play in this stretch run. There are four RSL games left. We have two at home, two away. Uh, Seattle's the next home game. It's this weekend. It's on Saturday night. Um, I was talking to Bree. I was like, if we lose the Portland game, I'll probably give the Seattle tickets away and just hang out at Comic-Con longer on Saturday. Um, but if we win, fuck all, we're going to that game because it's a big game. 
Um, but everyone else has to play two more games in that time span. So over the next four weeks, they're going to stick two extra games in, which, which means they're going to be playing Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, which is a lot harder to do, especially in the U.S. where you're traveling all over the country to, to play these games. So Arsenal's got a really good chance of staying in the playoff race as long as we can take care of our own business uh, and win games at home. Interestingly enough, the last game of the season at home is against Sporting Kansas City, which... A lot of people will say Colorado's a rival and that LA's a rival, but the, the players fucking hate each other from <laughs> Kansas City and Salt Lake. There's all kinds of shit talk that happens before every game. It all started like in 2013. There was a preseason game, preseason game, just fucking around, seeing how your players are doing. You're not even playing your starters. It's friendlies. You're, you know, switching a lot of guys out to see different formations and different people play together. And there were two red cards and a big fight on the field. And then it proceeded into, you know, numerous playoff matches, uh, an MLS Cup match in Kansas City, uh, in a year where they beat us at home. And if they wouldn't have won at home, beat us here in, in Salt Lake, the MLS Cup would have been played here in Salt Lake instead of in Kansas Yikes. City. Like, so lots of bad blood between those teams. And that, that game could determine whether or not RSL actually makes the playoffs. So just more fuel to that fire. So really exciting stuff. You know what's not? I'm just going to keep doing sports, by the way, because this was a great <laughs> sports weekend for Utah. So in line with a great sports weekend for Utah, BYU has lost its third straight game in spectacular fashion. They just got their asses kicked again. My favorite meme was somebody, so the Navy parachuted in and totally hit a barrier when they came in, and somebody was like, this is how BYU season is going. Yeah, but that, that Navy crazy. parachuting in was into Utah's game. No, it was at BYU's game on they, Saturday. I thought that, did they do both? I thought they parachuted into Utah. It, the University of Utah had parachuters as well, but the University of Utah parachuters were much more accurate. <laughs> Hit the mark. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so BYU sucks, and then Utah won, uh, and then, Utah was expected to win that game, but they smashed them, which is what we wanted to see. So a lot of good movement with the ball. Um, it was a, it was a really good performance from Utah, which is, which is always a good thing. Um, I think I'm, everybody done. likes a good movement. I think I'm done with sports. I think I can move on away from sports ball now. You okay, Jess? Yeah. She's just staring at me <laughs> like, what the fuck do you want me to do? I was hoping you'd just talk about some events, but. I can. Let's I do didn't it. really want to say Jess do events. I just wanted you to start talking. How's she supposed to know when you're done talking? Because she was staring yeah, longingly into my eyes, and I was, I was to, not actually. I was trying I was to give staring. the eye signal that I'm done back to I her. I wasn't like, even looking at you. Sorry, your right eye is too closed for her to get eye signals. That's true. Fucking lazy eye. <laughs> and I wasn't looking at you anyways. So sorry to disappoint you. Uh, we're Comic Con is here Thursday. Da, 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 da. Da, da, da. Um. It's going to be awesome, and uh, there's a lot of really great panels this year. Yeah, they, I was really impressed going through the panels. Yes, um, that they've gone back to doing some diverse stuff. They do not like. I didn't see a lot of comic book panels, though. There's quite a few. I saw a bunch of actual comic book panels, yep. and yes. not like TV mm-hmm. yep. show panels. Yep, maybe comic just, book ones. Yep. All right, maybe I was just looking wrong. I'm excited. Maybe. They're doing some cool stuff, like they're doing an Art of Magic: The Gathering panel. They are. And even if you don't like Magic the Gathering, the artwork is fucking insane. And the 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 differences between the early nineties when it came out and now, it's it's just amazing what Wizards has done. In fact, Raven 
has has done some artwork for cards for Magic the Gathering. Sweet. He talked about that on our show. But anyway, so that's a cool panel I, I, I would be interested in. We have a lot of our guests that are involved. So That's exciting. Um, we do. And in the app, can't you go into them and see what panels they're doing? Yes. yes. Yep. So that's always a fun way. Like if you like, say, Carrie Jackson or uh, you like, like Mark Avo, who's one of our good friends, or... Uh, Travis Tate's doing some panels, I believe. David West. David what? David West. And everyone loved his freaking show. Like, that's one of our best downloaded episodes is, is David's episode. So he has, I think he has three, one or three panels. I don't remember. Um, but he'll also be on the vendor floor. He's usually has his books and, and so. Yeah, actually, we said hi to David West at the last con, uh, the Fanex, um, and he was sitting with, uh, Robert Defendi. He was in a weird spot. He wasn't even close to any of the yeah, other authors. No, he was hanging out with uh, Bob Defendi, who was um, pushing his Death by Cliche book, which I have, which is pretty funny. Um, we talked to him for a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's a really great place. We are going to be recording a lot of stuff there. We're not there officially in any kind of press capacity, but we're going to be carrying around and talking to panelists and showgoers and other things because it's a really cool utah experience the con it is yes we so. like some other events too yeah that's not I mean, the only thing that's going thursday on thursday friday saturday obviously um well not obvious because it's one of the only cons that does thursday friday saturday um, yes but what else is going on um so thursday is mountain west ciders taste and tone their um monthly event which is at their location and it's at 5.30 and you can go and work out and then have some tastes of their cider. Uh, they have their new one out, the Stillwater, um, the one, the cider that they do in in the bourbon barrel. They released a couple weeks ago, so you could go try that. Um, and do they then, sell tickets to that or is it just whoever? Nope, I just, just think it's whoever comes. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, they just do it in their little, like the room that we did our broadcast from, so... Yeah. Little distillery, well, the large distillery oh. room. It's probably against the law to do tickets for it. Maybe. I don't know how that works. So, um, something that you seemed very excited about started, uh, last weekend, the dine around. Yeah. So I don't know, and, and we'll probably stick some news in here with this, but, um, so the dine around Salt Lake, uh, I've, I've done it quite a few times. It's going on until October 1st, 1st, 3rd, 5th. I don't know. October 1st. October 1st. And basically what it is, there's a whole bunch of restaurants um, in, in downtown Salt Lake and they do them around the valley sometimes, but this one's specifically focused on downtown Salt Lake. So it's, it's places that you maybe don't get to ever go to. It's a great way, um, to go have food from some of these amazing restaurants for a set price. So it starts at $5 lunches, um, and then it goes all the way up to $35 dinners. So your $5 lunch is like Gracie's, Green Pig Pub, and these are set menus, and so you can't just like go in and order but whatever so, you want. You know, five bucks for lunch is amazing at any restaurant. It's it's even, you can't even get McDonald's for five bucks usually uh, for one of their extra value meals. It's not really a value. Uh, but anyway, but... You go into these places, it is a set menu, but there's like a choice of three different entrees usually uh, for these places, and it's a showcase of their great food. And so you can go for relatively cheap, try out restaurants that you've never tried before without that huge commitment. And even for dinner, you can go out to some of these really nice places 
for a lot less than maybe what it costs normally and get a taste of what they are and decide. So instead of going, okay, I'm going to go try out uh, this expensive place downtown at $60 a plate for a fancy dinner and maybe it sucks, now you can go for you know, 20 to $30 a plate. 35 is, is it like a crawl or I mean, no, so you, no. So you shop no. on open table has all of the reservations for each of these places. So like a $35 dinner, you're going to somewhere like um, Christopher's prime steakhouse or HSL or market street or melting pot or yeah, and all of stone those ground 35 a person. Yeah. Typically. Um, I mean, melting right. pots probably like $80 a person, 60 to $80 a person. What are you ordering there? If you order a full meal, it's sixty to eighty dollars a person at Melting Pot. I guess I've never spent that much. And drinks? Do you just go for dessert? Nope. Because that's awesome too. Nope. I've had the full meal. Um, the twenty-five dollar dinners like Blue Iguana, Canela's, Gourmandies, uh, Greasy's, the Tin Angel, Zest. I love Zest. So Zest is a, a vegetarian and vegan restaurant, um, but they have the best grilled cheese sandwich and. Uh, then the $15 dinners, you can go to Bourbon House, uh, Green Pig Pub, Red Rock, Cetabello, Squatters, uh, uh, Bocata, which I actually haven't heard of before. Um, and then the, the $10 lunch has tons on it. Actually has a really good, um, like, uh, range because some of these are in the dinners as well. So like, uh, current fish and oyster. Fat Jack's Lake Effect. Lake Effect is a new bar. It's actually right across from the um, convention center. And it was hmm. an old historic building that this guy uh, basically refurbished back to what it was. It's on the historical registry. And uh, also Stanza, the Rose Establishment, and White Horse are just some of the other ones. So they do have sample menus if you go to dineoround.com. And... Uh, yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, like Chris said, just an opportunity to eat at places that maybe you wouldn't normally eat at. So yeah, I mean it's it's a really cool and it's a good way to go out on kind of a cheap date night to somewhere nice, um, or just go to eat a good meal. Yes. So next week, uh, you know Melinda, she always does those like uh, concrete containers. Uh, next week on the 30th, they're doing creepy terrariums, which is totally awesome. Nice. It had one like a terrarium with like an eyeball in it in her so picture. Cool. Yeah. So that's on the 30th and that's from 1.30 to 3. Um, also next weekend, Mountain West Cider has their 4th West Oktoberfest and that goes Saturday and Sunday. It's $5 a person, $2 a mug. You can't drink unless you buy one of their mugs. They're just cool like little. It is also worth mentioning that Oktoberfest is going on up at Snowbird as well. Which is a fun event. Yes. But a lot of people, and if you don't get there early. Yeah, you have to park clear down the mountain. Well, it's not even parking clear down the mountain. If you don't get there early enough, they run out of the good food. Must have gone on a good day. Yeah. But it's been a couple of years since I've been. So, um, anyway, so they have musicians, and like Emily will be there with their caramels and stuff. There's some other vendors there. They have giant Jenga, which is super fun. And then uh, there's a couple other really cool events that are happening on October 3rd at the Expo Center. They're having a STEM Fest. So the STEM, the STEM Fest is um, really targeted to uh, K through 12 kids and it's uh, integrating science and technology, engineering and math um, into 
these kids' lives. And they're having a huge event from two to eight. It's all ages. It's free. Um, so it's a good opportunity to, to get out of the house and, and, uh, show your kids some, some really cool things. I don't know. I like the STEM program. I think it's awesome. It's not school. Jess likes it because, it means that kids are kids are playing with electricity yeah. and chemistry <laughs> and yes no I don't even have to go why. into that thing I was just going to say you like it because there's somewhere that's not near you but <laughs> you're like they're playing with dangerous shit they're probably going to die gonna light themselves on fire and give themselves acid burns uh yes um so two other events on the 29th we've talked about the esports before. Um, their first season is about to start, and so on the 29th, they are doing a meet and greet at the U. Uh, three, Look, are, three. These, are these gamer kids going to be able to handle that? I don't know. All those introverts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to stereotype gamers, but I am. I just did, so. They, they, there are a lot of gamer kids that are very introverted. I think they'll have like Hot Pockets and Mountain Dew. Well, I think I if know. the, I think if the meet and greet, if the meet <laughs> and greet learns. is, like they're on a computer and talking to you through the computer and you're not actually like in <laughs> interacting. Front of them, interacting physically. No, I'm pretty sure it's like actual interacting. Yeah, so you dick. can, so there's another event. So Vivint, Vivint is opening. Yay. Their grand opening. They've been remodeling the Delta center. Oh, that's right. Um, For those of you that don't know, that's the local <laughs> basketball arena. It's the local basketball arena. They have concerts and things there. Um, on the 29th, Game Tyrant Expo is at the Vivint oh, yeah, Center. Right. Jazz go to lose. So, yes. <laughs> that's true. Um, but We've it's got like, statues of Stockton and Malone. You guys. Sorry. The pot for Super Mario Brothers Melee is thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, we talked. We talked about this when when uh, it was first announced. We talked about yeah. it in our news. So segment. it's here. It's so a- go to that, and then go to like the meet and greet with the that the um esports. I, I joke people. about them being introverts. They're not. You would be really shocked how many people play video games. It's it's insane. In fact, the motherfuckers that make a living, like a better living than I do playing video games, I'm so jealous of them. I'll talk to you guys about that off the air. <laughs> Twitch is... We, so they're also doing a Wii U Super Mario tournament, also $30,000. Yeah, I know. It's they're a doing a session it. on how to access Twitch at Comic-Con. What? Mm-hmm. They're doing a thing on how how to... How to stream, how to live stream Twitch. So are you saying I should quit my job, go to that panel, and start streaming video game? No. <laughs> you know, if if my wife agreed to that, it might happen, but she, the look on her no. face followed by the no. <laughs> She's not impressed right now. She is not happy with this line of thinking. <laughs> That's all uh, I got. It's a lot of money. No, it's a lot of money. That's all you have, really? Mm-hmm. That's it? Well, mm-hmm. I want to talk about... So we were supposed to have um, Jason from the Halloween Expo come in and Co-creator. chat with us. creator um, And uh, he had an emergency come up, but uh, and since we're booked out until like forever, um, <laughs> we are going to be at the Halloween Expo. Um, so last year, we had a lot of great content come out of that, a lot of really fun shows. A lot of people liked the shows that came out of there. Um, so we will be there. It is October 13th, 14th, and 15th at the Southtown Expo Center. Friday the 13th, Saturday and Sunday. It's freaking awesome. It says in all caps on our little paper here, Friday the 13th, bitches! 
It does say Who, that. Did Ryan write this? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know who wrote it. <laughs> that doesn't sound like Jason, <laughs> but it, definitely it like Ryan. Yeah, it could. Uh, anyway, um, so tickets are available now. Um, so you go to utahhalloweenexpo.com, uh, and there will be tickets available there. Um, so one thing to keep in mind is it's an expo. It is not a convention. Um, they do have uh, panels, but they're less interactive in some ways. Um, they have a stage. They're more, I wouldn't call them panels. They're workshops. Yeah, they're workshops and demonstrations, uh, more than anything. So think of, for all of you that like watching YouTube videos to see how to do cool shit, <laughs> go there and you can see someone do it live and you might actually even be able to touch them and you can ask them a question as they're doing something and they'll usually respond. But don't be creepy. Don't go touch them without asking first. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> they, they had last year. They had two or three of the haunted houses that had a a, a walk through. Tr- one of them had the. They had, they had the one that had a walk through right there. Yeah, the castle. Uh, the, chaos the castle that we listened chaos to that little, spring, the whole time. <laughs> it was it was a quick little walk through, but it's just a good way to see kind of some of the haunts. Uh, so this year they're going to uh, have an entire hall dedicated to little zombies. So kids, for those of you that don't get it, it's kids. So you're going to have a Zombies versus Humans Battle Arena. Is that going to be the... the? I'm guessing that's the Nerf Guns, yeah. which was fucking awesome. I'm guessing year. no one's going to want to be a human. Hey, the humans get to shoot the zombies. I would yeah, rather it's shoot way more the fun gun. to be a zombie. But they, I'm guessing they're doing some probably makeup for some of the zombies or something. There's a dragon maze. Uh, there's face painters, balloon artists, a pumpkin patch. Their pumpkin patch also was huge. Like, they hauled in... A shitload of pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. It was like a metric fuck ton of pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. Hold As opposed to a, a lot. shit ton yeah, that's not metric. It's different because it's metric. Gotcha. You don't work on metrics here. Yeah, you don't get it because you're used to the English system. Yeah. <laughs> She's fine. She's been fine. She's talking. Didn't you hear her? My dog's being a dick. She went, She wants to go outside. It's more interesting than us. Definitely. Uh, So they have uh, a lot of... So one thing that I really liked about this show. So in other conventions, the vendor hall is full of people selling the same shit everywhere. Well, then you got the one window guy... And the sightings guy, and it's like, what the hell are you doing at an, an expo yeah, like and this? There's a, there's a, you know, fifteen pay college, for their booth, you know, fifteen college and universities. Now there will be some of that at the expo, but it has. I to think be, the only, I the only one that was different was the winter dairy. Yeah, and I some of that is, I, I think, and you partook in that. <laughs> I still partake in that actually. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, but most of their vendors are very carefully chosen, uh, who they allow to come. They don't allow, so Wizarding World did a good job of this as well, where. Not Wizarding World, or but Wizarding Days. Wizarding did. Days. They, where they don't allow, um, all, more than a couple yeah. vendors that are selling the same kind of stuff. So they don't have five guys selling the same handmade crap that came yeah, the from same, China. Uh, I do it. I make these myself. This Green Lantern ring is handmade. Don't worry about the box of 50 of them below there. <laughs> and the guy two booths down that has a whole rack of the same handmade. Right. Um, so they don't, they don't do that. And so the stuff you get there is really unique. Well, um, and, there's, and they're local. So 
like Spooks. Spooks is a Halloween boutique that's open year round. It's on State Street in like 34th South, 35th South. Mm-hmm. Um, like they were there, they'll be back there. Or whatever they're called now, Mask. Huh? Mask, I think, is the name of the costume place. From, used to be Hanson's Costume Closet on 39th and 7th East. Oh. Yeah. It's called Mask. Is yeah. the costume closet? Yeah, it was Hanson's Hanson's costume. Long time ago, and they do they do costume rentals and stuff like that. That's a really They're cool. cool. Company, That's actually. a cool job. Last year they were saying that they actually turned quite a few people away. Yeah, they well, had it's, to. it's small. Yeah, I mean, we're not talking the whole not, expo center. It's, yeah, it's, it's just not, a couple of halls. So if you think of like Comic Con, where they have the whole Salt Palace Convention Center, one Southtown smaller. A lot smaller, and they're only doing a few halls. It's like a there. quarter of the size, and they're only doing like. Two but they're doing the two halls. halls this year, right? Yes. So they are expanding so. from from what they were last year. This yeah. is expansion. So they do have over two hundred vendors, though. So there are going to be a lot of vendors there, um, and that's really what this is. It's an expo, and so part of what you're doing there is seeing what's out there and potentially buying things from the vendors. I, I hope um, that they listened to uh, the feedback that they got last year, which was just people wanted more. They did want more things to buy, more more Halloween things. Yeah. yeah, and part of it was how fast it came together last year, I think, was a big deal. Yeah. And, you know, being new, people have a hard time investing sometimes vendor space in something new that they don't know if it's going to work, but based but on it the went success, really well. They did have the um, the geez, right the virtual reality truck they brought yeah. from the haunted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they okay. did bring that. <laughs> Whoever typed this up, the psychic lounge, know what shit you're in for. That's got to be Ryan. Dude, this this like is Ryan. fucking Ryan, and I don't even <laughs> I know, know Ryan that well, but I'm telling you, cool shit, yo, next to Voodoo, yeah, Voodoo Productions. Productions, cool they're, shit. Uh, they're kind of all a little yo. bit like so, that, but they, they 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 will have multiple escape rooms. They will have some haunted walkthroughs again. Um, Trick and treating Saturday and Sunday, which we actually handed out a lot of candy at our booth. So hey, yeah, come to our booth and Christmas. Buy, I bought a lot. There, well, I bought a lot of candy. We'll buy. It. You already, you already did. No, last, last year, year I did. We'll, I have. We'll go buy it. Buy it in bulk. Yeah, we'll go buy it at Sam's Club. Susan Slaughter's back. She uh, is back. She's freaking cool. They're doing a, a investigation again at Salter, I believe, again, which is where they did it last year. Maybe we'll be able to go this time. Um, they oh, actually, we, they actually would like to do an event with just us. When we have the recorder, so um, if your eyes are open, then that's a possibility. So, uh, so one thing, I, so they're doing. They don't have to face off people. They're doing a local. No, they um, do. Yeah, Either? Stars of yeah. Sci-Fi Channel face-off. Demos, hands-off. Oh, both. cool. They're doing the bottom. But they're doing a local, a local um, makeup, competition. makeup competition. Okay, this was the coolest thing there last year, I think. The, the hair freaking competition. hair competition. <laughs> I oh, had yeah. no... I'm like, hair competition? That's stupid. No, it was fucking amazing. They had a boat in someone's the, hair. Yeah, because Mar- it's not just their hair. They make a whole production yeah. of it. The Marie Antoinette, wasn't it? Isn't that what it's called? The, the, yeah, it was like a the, ghost ship through it. Was, and yeah, it was crazy. fucking cool as hell. I was really impressed. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is going to be stupid. No, it was... It was cool. So insanely amazing. The, and they did it, like, probably what? It took, like, half the day. All yeah, day. I mean, they were up on stage doing it, I would say, probably four to six hours. Uh, it was a, a lot of time. And the face-off people took a long time, too, when they did theirs. But, again, these are these are insane things that you're seeing live, the kind even of the, shit that you see Even just TV. the decorations were cool. They had the cemetery pieces throughout, and then they had that hologrammy castle haunted house in the middle that you could get up there and take pictures with. And with the, site, with the, the face-off people, they're doing hands-on make-and-take classes. So they're going to teach you how to make some of that stuff that you'll get to walk away with. 
um, which is really cool. I just want them to use me as a model. That'd be cool. I'm pretty sure we can make that happen. Yeah. That'd be the awesomest thing that was ever has ever happened to me in a long time. Except for your cool adventure that you just took. That was the most awesome thing that happened like two weeks that ago. That was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the past. I gotta be um, honest. Russ is coming back, you. you guys. This my is not making me feel like I'm all that great of a person. <laughs> my sense of time these days. She's an adult. She can make strangely. adventures happen. I know, but. She doesn't have to rely on you. I'm just um, saying, there's other, there's better things in her life than me. It makes me feel incomplete. <laughs> I'm a little insecure now. You spend lots of time away from me, so don't even go there. Whatever. So Russ Adams is coming back? Yes, he is. Is he doing a, another a panel? A workshop. Be... Workshops. Yeah, workshops. Do we know what he's doing? Have they no. Probably puppeteering 101. <laughs> 101, really? <laughs> he's gonna give I'm you, not sure. He's going to give you a trick on how to make I don't. So puppets. this list was sent to me kind of last minute because Jason had to cancel. So I don't have any details. It's just we'll know as it happens. But so. it's it's fucking cool. Like I, for it being their first year last year, I had a great time being there. Um, it was a lot of fun talking to the people that were there, um, not just the vendors um, and and the artists and everything, but but the actual people that were at the expo. Yeah, the other um, participants. It's, it's great to run your kids through. They're gonna have a the the kids stuff is gonna be amazing this year. Yeah, uh, especially compared to last year because it. There wasn't a ton of kid stuff last year. Um, it was somewhat limited. They're having a, sco- a scarecrow, co- a scarecrow contest. I can't even say that. And I don't know if it's pre the event, um, or if it coincides with it because it's not on here. But they did post about it. The other they day, are doing so. cosplay and costume contests. So regular old Halloween costumes that aren't so you know mundane. They're they're going to actually do big contests. We saw some crazy costumes last year because we were right across from where they were taking all the pictures for the contests. And the registration, yeah. <laughs> some of them are the amazing. One, some the one them. that sticks out to me <laughs> was the mermaid with the garbage at her feet. <laughs> <laughs> it was the craziest costume and she had like this that looked like it was supposed to look like uh, I think like splashing water at where her feet were so she didn't have to have like a fin and it was full of garbage like water bottles and shit <laughs> do you remember that one? I remember it <laughs> well, there were some great costumes for sure it'll be awesome so did they give times did they no. no. What you what I you ha- in your hand you have what I have. <laughs> so we don't, and we don't know the ticket cost yet. Then I'm assuming. Yes, tickets are for sale. Tickets have been for sale for like three, three or four weeks. Yep, you just go to HalloweenExpo.com. No, Utah Halloween. Utah Halloween Expo. Sorry, um, I do have it. Um, so they're the passes. They're like. Weekend passes, it's part, and the family pass are yeah, probably going to be your best bet. Single day ticket for an adult is fifteen dollars, but a family pass. How freaking reasonable is that, though? Yeah, yeah the family pass, which is two adults and four kids, is a hundred bucks. Fifty. It's a hundred for the f- for three, three days. days. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's 50 that's for, amazing. It's fifty for one day. For three days for a whole family, that's awesome. I don't know if they're upgradable though. They so. don't need to be upgradable. Make a decision. Yeah. Don't be indecisive. <laughs> Fucking do it. Just do it. And then Times, does it have the Times on the website? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, it does, no, no, no. actually. There's um, a lot of information on the website. 
Um, yes. Actually, I don't know. 10, okay. Trick or treat is 10 to 12 on Saturday and 12 to 2 on Sunday. Um, if you're not Mormon, come on Sunday because there will be less people there and you'll have more fun. And better candy. No way. Uh, the last year was... It was busy on Sunday last year. Sunday really they didn't do Sunday. They did Saturday. But Whatever. it was super busy. Too bad we don't have any like Christmas religious candy that we could give away for Sunday trick-or-treating. We could some get some on... Jesus chocolates or something? I bet we could find some on Amazon. We have like three weeks. Some Jesus chocolates. You guys both have Prime, so... Oh, yeah, two days. So there's, I, I'm going to read some, some more stuff off of here. So there is going to be a petting zoo, which is, uh, we'll see. There's going to be sword battles. Which we'll see. <laughs> I don't know about the petting zoo It'll thing. It'll be awesome. <laughs> a little weird. I hate petting zoos. Um, but there's, uh, let's see. From the mind of Tim Burton is what the hair battle is going to be. Oh, cool. So that should be inter- entertaining. Um, Jonathan Mario from Sci-Fi's Game Face is going to be there. Uh, there's going to be a Lego model designer from Legoland, California. I hope they bring back all the same FX people that they brought last year because they were cool. <laughs> they did a whole bunch of local dance groups uh, throughout the community, which was fantastic. Uh, there's going to be some DIY demonstrations on costuming, uh, prop building, tombstone creating, uh, cosplay weapons and armor, paranormal investigation workshops, uh, working with Warbla. I don't know what Warbla, Warbla is. is what they make co- is what they make costumes oh, out it's of. What they make, co- like the yeah. Mandalorian merch yep. stuff out of. Yep. Is that the material? Uh huh. Oh, cool. Yep. Um, so it's Friday, the hours are eleven to nine. Uh, PM Saturdays nine to eight and Sundays eleven to six. First ever prop building contest. Register now to show off a current prop or a monstrous creation in the making. So that's the scarecrow building contest. Um, so you can go out on their website and do that. Oh, dude, the freaking! Is this a video of the hair wars? Do they have pictures from last year up here? Um, probably that nobody else can see that you're yeah, talking about. I know. So they are. <laughs> go, go to the website, folks. So it's cool. the vendors are going to have there. They're going to have artistic vendors, crafts, costumes, Halloween decor, cosplay materials, holiday clothing, um, jewelry, masks, costumes, all that kind of stuff. Horror art, um, metal art. Oh my god, that metal guy. That, that guy. Was there last year was I hope he comes so back. Good. He just made some really cool stuff on his Facebook. That freaking D20 fire pit was. Quite possibly the coolest thing I've ever seen. That was pretty awesome. Um, and that's me nerding out, um, introverted. That the leather kilt guys there too, didn't they? Um, they had some. They didn't have the Utila kilt guys there though. Utila kilt is the kilt. Gotcha. That's where you got yours from, Chris, right? Yep. So you'll have custom Legos. You'll have uh, books for sale, which is a big deal. A lot of Halloween's type books for kids. Um, spiders. So I'm got maybe the creature guys are going to be there. He's cool. Who? Creature guy. Creature encounters. Oh, yeah. That had all of the... I wonder if that's their petting zoo. (laughs) That would be cool. That's quite possible because he's brings everything. The creature encounter guys are fucking awesome. I wonder if the creature encounter guys will do like the donations like they do at Comic-Con. I'm sure they will. So kind of be prepared for something like that. So, yeah, I want that. They don't really charge to hold their animals, but they do request that you donate because that's how they keep their animals alive and... Well taken care His of. His tortoise is fast. And it is. It booked it through the avenues, dude. You have no idea. Because <laughs> he was up at Stephen Hatch's thing and his turtle was like walking around and soon he was getting ready to cross the road. Uh, I still don't think that's fast. It was pretty fast for a turtle. His turtle's so fast, it's like lightning if you pause time for a couple minutes. 
you guys. John Cusack oh, is at the airport getting ready to come to Comic Con. I just wanted to share that. With you. Oh, <laughs> it's only Tuesday, so he's going to be here for a while. Then I'm very excited. He probably, honestly, he probably doesn't have anything else going on in his life right now. Maybe he's going to go hit the park cities. I wonder if Jones with him. I wonder if they like hang out a lot together. Yeah, do they like, have to share a hotel room? <laughs> you could ask him. Full maybe they brother and sister. Maybe they want to, and they have like two queen beds so that they can like stay up all night and talk like when they were kids. Hey, this is cool. I like the I like the Halloween Expo that? gear they have here. They Anymore now, they just text Aww. gear for sale on their <laughs> or website. snap mine Snapchat. Yeah, they don't actually talk. So anyway, yeah. So uh, go to the Halloween Expo. We'll be there. Uh, we'll have a booth. We'll probably be walking around recording people. Uh, are they going to give us a code to sell for tickets like they did last year? Um, I will double check on that. So last year they did, and we posted it. Be on yes. lookout on our website and on Facebook. Um, I will after today subsides. I will follow up with Jason and and uh, see if that is happening for us. I wanted to talk about this when we were talking about dine around, but I don't know that it was entirely appropriate. So, well, what is this? What is this? Is this this? What is this? Is that the dine around list? No. Don't it's worry a, about oh, it. Oh, that's the chocolate list. Don't worry no? about it. What? Don't worry. So anyway, um, let's talk about me. Local whore. Yep. You're a local whore. Am I not? I would call you a local whore, more than a local whore. Like, what the hell, dude? No, not like she's a whore, but that seems more appropriate. I don't know. Have you seen um, how she interacts with vendors? I think you should just. I think that you should just Back stop. <laughs> how I interact with vendors? How do I interact with vendors? Stalking them. Totally. How's that whorish? And when has that never, like, ever pay- been not to your benefit? To be fair, they're not paying you to do it. Okay, you need to say, Jessica, I am sorry. That was a retarded ass comment, <laughs> and I should never have said it because that was a douchey thing to say. Oh, it's cool. I'm getting a, I'm getting an evil stare down. It was here. stupid. It wasn't even funny. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, this is a big deal because, you know, Eat Local Week was last week. Is that why they put this out, maybe, you think? Uh, quite possibly, but this article came out at the end of the week, so yeah, the maybe they were, like, wrapping the week up. <clears throat> I Wait, which see. article are you looking at? How to Become a Local Boy. So, really, it's an article about why you should eat locally. Um, it was in KSL, uh, on KSL. I don't know. Be in. Oh, um, a locavore. Yeah. Uh, he's not very good at pronunciation. <laughs> I am. No, a I just tried whore. to. I just tried to make a bad joke, and apparently got. It could. It could work. I'll just ask the vendors. Be yeah, like, is no, Jessica? And they would probably be like, yes. Yeah, she's totally a, a yep. whore. Pretty much. Jess hates me now. I don't. She's just gonna keep bringing it up, like. But she up. should. <laughs> How much she hates kids. Um. Anyway, so. Uh, just a cool article on, on why you should eat local. We're all big fans. We all, when we don't garden ourselves, we a lot of us like to go to the farmer's market and try and find local foods. Um, Jess is very anti-people uh, oh, from out of state coming reminds to the farmer's me, I keep, I keep meaning to say, I went to the little South Jordan uh, farmer's market a oh, couple yeah, weeks ago. It, it is very small, but it, it was nice. They had know, probably a dozen or more little booths and... All of the fun stuff, honey, and they had some uh, fresh watermelons. Does it pain you to purchase honey? Oh, I don't buy it. Do you have a bunch of jars in reserve? Not a bunch. I've, we've, I've probably got 10 or 12. I feel oh, like so I should give you mine back. No, it's it hasn't been opened yet. No. It's a gift. It's for you. How have you not used it yet? I, I am in the middle of one. <laughs> 
I'm a food hoarder. Have we not talked about this? If if there is food that I am afraid is going to run out and I won't get to have it again, I take my little sweet time. And guess what? Honey can last forever. So I can can. take as long as I want. Haven't they found good honey in like the tombs of some pharaohs? Maybe. Like still edible honey? Just reconstitute it. Yeah. Yeah. So Google it. Yeah, the South Jordan one was a, is a fun one. Um, small, but I, I think they're still on for another couple of weeks. I think till the middle of October, I want to say. So anyway. So eating local, it really supports the local food system. It supports local farmers, uh, lets them keep doing what they're doing. So in, in today's world, so I mean, what, even 40, 50 years ago, getting, getting an avocado out of season was impossible. Yeah. It was almost impossible to find an avocado out of season or to find anything out of season. Like zucchini, you just didn't see them. That zucchini is maybe a different story because squash actually lasts quite a while. But generally speaking, if stuff was out of season, you didn't get it. And so diets in the winter consisted of stuff that lasts, root vegetables. Well, that's what a root cellar was for. Yeah. Is to actually, you would grow everything that you could during the summer and then in the fall, you would process can or put away in a root cellar to last you through the winter. Well, and that's now why you see a lot of fresh, flash frozen vegetables. You see a lot of, of canned stuff that exists, but now... Don't eat canned food. N- now, um, well, I mean, back in the like 50s and 60s and 70s even, hell, even into the 80s, like it was, that's what you ate because in the wintertime, that's what you could get for vegetables. Might explain why you hate vegetables so much. Because you didn't have to eat canned vegetables when you were a kid. And the fresh ones are so much better or something. I just didn't have to eat anything I didn't want to as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think that this article kind of pinpoints it amazingly. Um, when you're supporting the local markets, you know that the money is going back into the community. You know, I would challenge anybody to go to your grocery store. And, of course, there are things that you're not going to get locally because, you know, we can't grow orange trees here. Yes. Or, you know. Ooh, speaking of oranges, by the way. Uh, so Florida has never really properly recovered from the hurricanes in the late 90s. Um, and I was reading an article the other day. This was going to be the first year that they've had an increase in orange production in like 10 years since, uh, what was the big one in like 05 or 07 that we hit home? I don't remember what the name of the hurricane was. But as a result of Irma, over half their crops are gone. And they may lose more. Well, Murray is on its way to. Well, and so. they, may, they may lose more if the waters don't recede out of the orchards that fast enough. Because it'll cause root rot yeah. on the trees. And uh, they're, I mean, they're, they were their first year of growth since a big hurricane like 10 plus years ago and now they are going to lose over half their crops that's which horrible sucks. which really sucks also means the price of orange juice goes up in case anyone was wondering but in today's age those oranges will come from somewhere else yeah and that's kind of the point of this article is look we can get anything from anywhere but you don't know where it comes from. And the truth of the matter is when you're buying avocados from now, avocados from Mexico, I think are probably okay. And avocados from California are better. But when you are buying avocados in the winter, you're getting them from South America and they are probably a couple of weeks old by the time they hit the grocery store. Right. So they're picked early. 
They are essentially rotting on their way to you. It's not ripening. It's rotting. It's just not it, the same. Well, it's like you were saying with the cucumbers earlier. Oh, yeah. The cucumbers you get from a grocery store in two or three days are mush. I've got cucumbers up there that are crisp and sweet and came right out of my, right out of my garden. Well, and things like honey, I know I've talked about this before, eating local honey actually helps with things like allergies. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pro- proven science behind it. Yes, there is. Don't shake your head at me. There is proven <laughs> science behind having locally sourced honey helping reduce allergy problems because it comes out of the same pollens and stuff that are local to you. But locally sourced honey means not honey from northern Idaho. It means honey from the Salt Lake Valley or, in your Jeremy's case, backyard. in your case, the weather vortex. Yes. Well, actually, there is a, a bee farmer out by me in, uh, in the Cedar Valley, so... Yeah, don't buy the big bear at the grocery store because chances are, first off, it's not even actual honey. Well, locally, Cox Honey is probably the big one, and they're based out of Logan. And they're okay, but when you look at the grocery store and you get like the big yellow bear, whatever, the golden bear, honestly, some of that probably has come from China, and it has come through South America because we have an embargo on Chinese honey because it's all fake. Just saying. Stay no away one likes embargoed honey. Embargoed honey. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm a I'm a big uh, proponent of do of. Well, I, you I know, think we all are, and right? And the, again, there are things that you're not going to be able to get, but even even meats. I mean, look at Caputo's. Caputo's is making meats that you can. Yeah, get locally. You, they're you local. Criminelli's uh-huh. makes really amazing local dried meats like salamis and stuff. You we have, have lots of egg farmers. Yeah, well, Fazio's probably going to have a decrease in production. That's okay. There's turkeys, even turkeys. Turkeys. You go get your. You can go get your fur for your fur coats from the mink farms. Mink farms. Those are by my house. Oh, my God. Speaking of, we were at Bree's uncle's house. Uh, in Lehigh. The other day in Lehigh. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's what I drive to every day, by the way. so terrible. And he's like, yeah, we got these stupid mink farms. Like, oh, my God. That is just god-awful. It smells like Look shit. Look how close you were to my house. That was still not close. He lives closer to Highland Alpine, like up east. Oh. Your house is further Well, we have west. most of the mink farms over by my house. So. I know where your house is, roughly. I know the town. <laughs> <laughs> So that means I know where you live. One of these days, of the you'll vortex. invite us. Invite us over, and there will be a cool cake shaped like a penis. I have I have um, invited all of you, but nobody's shown up at my house. So no, you have not. When I have name last name year. When I what did day? last year. I don't remember this. Yep, yeah, clearly. <laughs> so she's just gonna. But Jess is a typical woman. She's gonna pull shit a, out like local ho- local horror. She's gonna pull that out in like a year and a half and fucking throw it in my face. And be like I never said that. She's like, and oh, you, yeah, you deserve did. it. And I've been like, I invited you all over. We're gonna have soup bowls before Christmas. Are we? Is this an invite now? No, like that was last year. <laughs> she's not doing <laughs> it this year. It. She's gonna do something different this year. Last are you, year. Are you gonna invite us over sometime this year before the year's over? If you, you only want got three to come months. over, yeah. I've been saying I want to come over for like a year and a half, and you sure. haven't invited me. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody saying wants it, to go to my house. Saying so it yeah. quietly in passing is not an invite. You I have to whisper it. You have to be like, we talk on yell. Facebook. In order for Chris tell to me do there, something, you have to be very explicit. Honestly, you probably. No, I'm not going to be explicit. Honestly, with Chris. you probably got to send me a calendar invite. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. So you are a liar. 
I really don't. You don't know how to send a calendar invite? Nope. You've never sent a calendar invite? Nope. I'm old school. At work. I send letters, remember? Never. I don't go to meetings at work. I don't want meetings. Why would I do that? I'm going to show you how to send a calendar invite before we leave. Just so I can send you one? Yes. Because then I will show up at your house. I'll be like, why am I even going to this house? Oh, it's Jess's house. Awesome, Jess. And you'll be like, now you got to mow my lawn because that's what the invite says. (laughs) Except for I don't have really a lawn to mow. so Pick up dog shit. Nope. No dogs either. Clean your roommate's rooms. No. I would not make you do that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the other thing that you guys... So... I just want to talk a little bit more about the local. We'll get back on topic, and Jess will invite us eventually to our house. Um, but the other things that you can do besides the farmer's markets that are, are going to start to, to close up because it's... it's uh-uh. Nope. The downtown Salt Lake Farmer's Market will close up before winter. And then it will move and indoors. And it moves indoors. I know. Don't roll your eyes at me. I know. But what you start to get at the local farmer's market then indoors is not locally produced produce. Uh, they have nice. greenhouses. I know, sometimes. You haven't even been. How would you know? But I'm also saying you this can go to local grocery stores that support local farmers. So Harmon's, for example, buy the locally produced stuff from Harmon's, and they mark it. They say this came out of this grove in Logan, and this came out of this farm down by Delta, and this cow came from... They don't really do that with the cows. Um, <laughs> but there's other locally owned grocery stores and, and smaller markets Fira. that you can go to. Please don't give cows names that you're going to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing you can do is eat at local restaurants that source locally. Don't go to Applebee's. Don't go to Chili's. Go to a nice place downtown that most sources mostly locally. It's not always possible to source everything locally. But they try to do as much as they can at a lot of these places. So, you don't talk about chocolates. I'm not talking anymore. Am I in trouble now, Jess? Are you mad at me? Yes, I am. Does that make you feel better if I say yes instead of saying no? No, it actually makes me feel worse. I'm really disappointed that our good buddies at the Trouble Cottage is not on this list. You know why? They don't have a no. I don't know why they don't have a brick and mortar, do they? Neither does Solstice. Solstice does not have a brick and mortar. No, but Solstice is in stores. Truffle Uh, Cottage is not. It's online ordering and conventions only, right? (laughs) Am I right? Yes. That's probably why. But I I agree. They should still be on the list. They should be on the list because they are an awesome local Utah chocolatier. I think that all of these chocolate places just send us chocolate. Star Trek chocolates this weekend. They're salted caramels. are the best. (laughs) What did you say, babe? I didn't hear you. They should send us chocolate. All, all of, of these places should we've send had us solstice. a sample of their chocolate. Had, yeah, we solstice, had solstice. we had. I don't care. Hatches we've had. I don't care. They all we need to send God. me their samples. I need to go have their ice cream. <laughs> they stopped making the limeade, though. I don't care. That wasn't what I had. I had the cherry chip. You should try the limeade. It's amazing. So there's... I, I didn't know we had all these chocolate places. So one thing to keep we in do. mind is not... All of these make their own chocolate. In fact, most of them probably do not. Um, only, let's see, one, I think like three of them do. And if you remember when we talked to to Stephen Hatch from Hatch Family Chocolates, the one that's not on 70s. <laughs> 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 um, but when we, talked, when we talked to him about it, um, you know, chocolate's actually really difficult to make. It's not an easy process to make an actual chocolate, and you can buy you can buy really, really great chocolate and do some of your own mixing uh, and and dipping, and that really kind of 
is is what it's all about. So there's a mono artisan chocolate, which is down and they there. make theirs. Um, that's in Orem, right? Yes. So they do sell some of their chocolates in places like Harmons and Caputo's um, and Caputo's. Um, they get most of their beans from Madagascar and Ecuador. There's the chocolate conspiracy. Uh, so this is in Salt Lake City. They're right next door to Ruby Snap. Oh. Oh. oh okay. Right next door. Like literally touching? Literally touching. They touch. Mm. So they, they touch. can pee from one kitchen to the other? No, there's a wall. But if they drilled a hole in theory, they could pee. <laughs> That's so disgusting. Why would you do that if in Ruby a kitchen? Ruby Snap wanted to uh, sabotage Okay, the what is conspiracy. wrong with you tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody go get the duct tape and put it over his mouth. The Dutch tape? Duct. The dick tape? Duct. <laughs> tape up the dick over here? Duct. Um, so they they don't make their own chocolate, right? The chocolate conspiracy? Um, I'm not sure, but apparently it's amazing, and apparently they're amazing. They do a lot of raw vegan desserts. Yes. Um, and so it's 100% organic, raw, and yes, has little do to not no roast. For fermentation. So. They do not roast their chocolate. Um, do Ruby Snaps get their chocolate from them by chance? Maybe um, so. I she doesn't talk about where she gets her stuff yeah. from, except for her. I do know her vanilla comes from Bali. Yeah, part of why she doesn't talk about it is because she goes around the world to find the best. Yeah, stuff. And, and she Basically. talked to us about that. Remember, yeah. right? So, Choosy Chocolates um, is you know I didn't know there was a chocolate place. They started in, in Richfield. Richfield, but now this is over on Harvey Milk Boulevard. Um. That's interesting that they started in Richfield. There's nothing in Richfield worth going there for. There's farms. There's what? Farms. There's nothing in Richfield <laughs> worth going for. <laughs> I've been there. It's a it's it's a dumpy little town. Um and it's out of the way of everything. Like <laughs> I guess if you're coming up from St. George and you need to go I to delivered Grand a Junction, cake there. What? Two summers ago, a cake and like two hundred brownies. Did you get paid like super extra for that kind of delivery? No. My God, it was a summer delivery too. You're insane. You're insane. Ugh. Yeah. You so, but now they cool, cool, cooler. So you had to. Oof. Yeah, because you could totally just stuff that cake in there. The cupcakes. I don't think that. No. No. It's not the that cooler, big, dude. Do you not? The cooler's not going to help her with cake delivery. She could maybe. She couldn't even fit a turkey in it. Maybe a small one. A hen. A hen, a like quail, a, like a you could like <laughs> a couple Cornish game hens. Yes, that's what I was thinking. A oh, small fryer chicken. She could cut up all the brownies and maybe fit a couple dozen in there, and if those she would like, stay cold. If she like smashed them into like one <laughs> cooler shaped <laughs> brownie mass, maybe she could get like two or three dozen. Yeah, that'd be delicious. And get it there and then I'm like sure you could cut get, it up. Yeah, I'm sure you could get more than two or three dozen. Well, then you'd have like brownie bites. That's what they were. That's I made like 200 of them. Yeah, so they yeah. wouldn't even have known. You could just... Yeah, <laughs> totally could have done Except that. Except you don't really have to refer to it. Three years ago. Except for it's the cake that... Yeah, it's the brownies aren't the problem. <laughs> <laughs> the brownies probably... I mean, unless they have like a chocolate ganache on the top of them, and then you're just outdoing yourself. So this Creo brew <laughs> um, is awesome. So it's a chocolate drink, and it's these beans... Um, which is called Criollo. And I actually went to a place in Brooklyn that makes their chocolate out of the Criollo. And it is awesome. But this is actually a drink. And so um, Ruby Snap serves it. And it's instead of coffee beans brewed, it's cocoa beans. 
and it's super light. It's not a rich chocolate flavor like hot chocolate. It's very light. Well, you know, that's how chocolate started to gain popularity, actually, is it was made into a drink, sort of like coffee. It's called a chocolate tea. That's really what it is. And that used to be like rich people would have chocolate, and that's how they had it, and it wasn't until people started incorporating sugar and cream that it grew in gigantic popularity outside of those circles. I really want a hatch rice crispy treat. Yeah, so Hatch Family Chocolates, we love them. Um, Stephen, you went to one of their movies, right? I went to like four of them. The Troll movie, remember? Yeah, I watched that movie and it was good. I didn't watch it there though. It was good, huh? Yeah. It's funnier the second time too. I've watched it a few times. Oh, good. <laughs> it's pretty. It's a pretty. I cute think movie. I saw Nemo and Moana. I still haven't seen Nemo. Moana was not Nemo. Uh, Dory, Finding Dory. That's what. I mean. And uh, that's what Chris went to. And Trolls. He's, he's, so I went to three. It was awesome. He's seen uh, Finding Nemo, but he hasn't seen Finding Dory. He was talking about the exact same movie you were when you were I know. calling yeah. it the wrong thing. I know. You were, we're, <laughs> he was right there on the same page. They don't hate you. you so much. I need their ice cream. <laughs> I need an excuse to be over there. That's the problem is they're all the way up in the avenues and I live in the... I mean, I'm not you, Jess. I don't hang out downtown after work. I don't hang, I don't hang out downtown <laughs> after work. I have things to do. Yeah, you do. You're the busiest person I know. Uh, so there's Mezzo. Uh, which is another chocolate drink, right? Uh, but this comes from Oaxaca. Mexico, from mm-hmm. Oaxaca, which one of the, one of the earthquake was 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 right outside of Oaxaca, right? Isn't that uh, one of the two small places down south? I don't know. The, the one that hit today you know, today was centered just east just of, Mexico of Mexico City. City. Um, and is that why there are so many? fatalities to this time well yeah it It made buildings just implode on themselves so it was an 8.1 magnitude quake today was seven 8.3 was Was first yeah that was like a week ago oh i thought it was 8.1 today today, but uh and it was the epicenter was on land it wasn't off the coast and i think it was yeah so pretty bad pretty bad not Um, not chocolates but anyway Mezzo is a is the chocolate drink, and that's is that, that that's is what that where like right? Mexican hot chocolate comes from? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Um, so you can buy them from, but see, this is they don't have a brick and mortar, nope. I don't think. So why the fuck is the Truffle Cottage not on here? We we need to contact KSL and be like, WTF? This just came out too. We need to contact Camilla Simpson. Yeah, you want to do that? For I will us? do it. Yep, and, and uh, copy our friends from. Truffle Cottage. I will. And then maybe she'll give you free Star Wars chocolates this week. <laughs> They're Star Trek, <laughs> actually. They have Star Wars ones, too, I'm no, sure. No, but the, the Star Trek ones are the salted yeah. caramel truffles. All right, I got, so I got to be honest with you. I'm not, I love Harry Potter, but I would much rather get some of their other stuff. But, man, those fucking vials, those potion vials are so good. The ones that she brought? Yeah. <laughs> I could just eat those all day. <laughs> I really don't want to pay how much they are, though, <sighs> to just eat them as I'm walking around. And she'll have new. She always makes new ones depending upon uh, what's happening in pop culture. Chocolate's so. so good. So we'll just talk a little bit more about truffle cottage. I think that she should make <laughs> Trump's head so I can eat his face off. I'm sure she would. You just have to ask. With a pink cream filling. Orange. It's, his brain is it's pink. Dark yeah. but his face is orange. orange. It's dark black oil oh, on the inside. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's, none of those fake. We like a ganache, chocolate ganache. Well, it's inside. kind of like a it's kind of like a layered truffle. So you've got like the chocolate outer shell, and then there's this thin layer of like disgusting tasting like orange mint. cream. I like no. orange cream. Yeah, but this isn't good orange cream. <laughs> Why <laughs> would you is, make it crappy orange cream? Because we're talking about Donald Trump here. Yeah, but I want to eat his face off. 
No, you don't, because the inside is filled with a viscous black liquid that is. Yeah, so you're like making tar? something I don't yeah. want to eat. Oh, yeah. Coffee the face liqueur. Off she needs mm. to make it something tasty enough so I can eat his face off. I, if she makes a chocolate that looks like Donald Trump, I will not buy chocolates from her. <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about that. I don't either. I don't but I'm just she'll. saying, if that happens, I'm done. We're done I'm with done. that relationship, me and Trump. I can't wait to see if she's doing something first, because she usually does she themed usually, ones for like the guests that are coming. Yeah. So I wonder if she'll do like a Mary Poppins or... Um, which would be relevant because both Michael Rooker and Dick Van Dyke are coming. <laughs> I go. want her to do something from the toy. Is it the toy or is it oh. Toy Wars? I can't remember. That that Joan's in. Is John in that too? No. It's just Joan. I loved her character in that movie. I don't think it was awesome. It was so good. Maybe she'll maybe I think it's just toys. Toys. Toys? And she does the, uh, maybe she do like a paper, You guys, they just unveiled this. a milk chocolate one with a wasabi ginger filling. Ooh, Look at it. Good. It looks like a bat chulu. <laughs> oh, it's pretty that's awesome. Cool. It's called Cthulhu. I don't care. Not chulu. That's, that's, uh, hot sauce, isn't it? Chalupa. I didn't <laughs> Chalupa. say that. It's just called the toys oh, and it was made goodness. in 1992. Jess, you know I love you, right? Nope. So there's Mrs. Cavanaugh's, <laughs> and they have a whole bunch of locations around the valley. Mrs. Cavanaugh's was one of my first jobs ever at Crossroads Mall. Yeah, so they still have, that's their only mall location actually now. Except for that Crossroads Mall doesn't exist anymore. Oh, not Crossroads. <laughs> uh, valley Fair Mall is their only mall location, and it actually does really well. Um, but their their original location and where their factory's at, where they actually make all these, and they that's still... That's right by my dad's work. They still hand dip them. So over in North Salt Lake, you can get to it real easily right off the I-215 before the Redwood Road exit in the North Salt Lake. It's just right off that exit. Uh, and they have everything, including their homemade ice cream, which is also very, very good. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Cavanaugh's. And that's out of my way. So Did I, I ever tell you about there. the one Christmas when I lived in New Jersey and that's all I wanted for Christmas and I didn't even get it? I got a stupid Jesus snow globe from Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus snow globe. <laughs> all I want, so they make this amazing sea foam, which I, I have in turn to learn how to make over the last few years. Can I tell you that's their honeycomb? Favorite? Their honeycomb. That? It's so fantastic. And it's like little holes in the middle and Seafoam it's so good. Is my favorite. That is chocolate. all I asked for for Christmas. And I didn't even get any shipped to me. Like I remember exactly where I was when I opened my present, in my house in Wayne, New Jersey. I love seafoam. It is my favorite chocolate covered. It's sent to Jesus. My mom. <laughs> Uh, so I still have the box. I don't think I have the globe anymore. Can anyone explain to me why chocolate, the ritual chocolate, is so fucking humongous on here? It's yelling at us. And it came from it came that's from Colorado. As my printer, sorry, came from Colorado, moved to Park City. So I'm moving on. Solstice chocolate. We have tried those on the air. Um, they're quite delicious. They're really good in oatmeal. Everything's good at oatmeal. <laughs> it is. You want some zucchini? You just chop I that do up and put it in your oatmeal. That'd probably be good. No, it would not be good. You make zucchini bread. What is the difference? The amount of sugar that's zucchini. Bread. I can add sugar to the oatmeal. I don't think zucchini would be good. I'll eat. There's some fresh ones up there. You can take nope. them. I'll give you the one I picked today. It. No, I'm not going to try it. I don't think it's going to be good. Um, taste. 
Uh, tour. So they have a chocolate factory. Um, where is it at? Provo? Your mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just going to have to quit today. Cause <laughs> ever since, it's in Provo. Ever since I called her a, a local whore, she has just been mean to me the whole way through. A loca? Like a crazy whore? Isn't that what it... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting I'm not getting drugged back down into my shitty name calling earlier my attempt at a joke. Um I still don't get it. Yeah, well. Utah truffles. Um I don't really like truffles by the way. Um, Me neither. They're, and those are the popular ones. Like those are the ones that you'll see at all of the touristy like visitor centers and uh like at the cash registers at place. They're little like foil wrappers and Yeah, and I don't they're everywhere. I don't like the the chocolate inside of the like I just am not a big fan of that and the cocoa powder on the outside of them it's just not for me I'm not uh, but V chocolates is really nice right oh man I like the little caramels yeah V chocolates they're so expensive though they they do some really good chocolates. and they do they're known for their almond roca mm-hmm. and it's expensive also I, I'm gonna name <laughs> I'm gonna name one other place it's not a chocolate shop but it is a candy shop. Uh, and it's here locally at Sweets. I'll take you to the candy shop. And Sweets, cho- Sweets Candies is amazing. In fact, some a lot of these chocolatier and chocolate shops actually use some of Sweets Candies for things, right? I know that uh, Hatch uses their cinnamon bears. Hey, by the way, the Truffle Cottage will be at booth 1231. 1231. This weekend. Good to know. Yes. I'm going to mark Truffle Cottage in the show notes because this article fucked them over. <laughs> yes. Oh, wait. Uh, I forgot. They already did make a Mary Poppins umbrella. <laughs> so <laughs> that's happening. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, okay. So let's. Um, well, that took a lot of time to talk about chocolates. Kind of makes me happy. Chocolates are delicious. They really are. I want some chocolate. <laughs> I like a British chocolate only. And my friend Kelly bought me a whole box. Have you ever done the like try the world before? So like it's just like food from around the world. It's like your loot crate box, but it's I have not. international. And so she bought me a specific one, which is just British chocolates. Amazing. So those little those chocolates that you gave me that are moods, you know, like yes. happy sets. So I have them laid out at my desk. And today my boss was sitting making comments to somebody else and he came over and he's like, you should eat this chocolate because maybe it will change your attitude. And he had <laughs> <laughs> one. Like, I got at the world market. So. Like, don't be eating my chocolate. I love those. Mm, chocolate. Mm. So well, <laughs> we should have we'll have a zucchini bread with chocolate chips in it. Oh yeah, that is uh, chocolate zucchini bread. By the way, chocolate chip zucchini bread, yummy. Ghirardelli uh, chocolate chips, I think. Right. Yeah. After we just talked about all the awesome local chocolate places. Yeah. <laughs> but it's better than just like your random wax covered Nestle's well, and, or whatever. And Ghirardelli is out of San Francisco. So, uh, okay. So I, I just briefly want to talk about a couple things that are, you're, you're going to see out there at events. Um, one is the medical marijuana petitions. And make sure if you see them, because I've seen them at several events over the last two weeks. You have to do it in your county. Yes. So if you're in Salt Lake and you see the, the, the you can't sign the petition there. You have to find somebody that's in your county. No, no, no. The it, guys that we saw at the farmers market had ones for all the different. They, yeah, oh, they have. They, and I missed it. Yeah, what so the they hell? have they have 
binders for each county and they ask at you the what avenues because at the avenue street fair they said no only if you're in salt lake county and same with um wherever else i was that yeah so i know the guys in the farmer's market did it so hopefully he they'll like, start oh, doing it was it. park silly Oh. Park Tilly, yeah, they he said had no like to. Five or six different ones have just made sure that we were signing Sign it. We are so close. Yeah. And there's no reason. Like So the other one that you that you may see, uh the Count My Vote initiative, which was kind of quelched uh quelched? I don't know if that's a word. Yes, it is. Um anyway, they, they So it's quashed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Get over it. Get over it. So anyway, um kind of quelched because there was an agreement that was made. Well now you've got you know, parties suing the state of Utah. Um, SB 54 is what was passed, and now they're suing the state over that. Uh, so the Count by Vote Initiative is going to come back. Basically, it's Utah's way of getting rid of the caucus system. So we, for those of you who don't know politically, a caucus system basically means your vote doesn't fucking matter in the primaries. Uh, the party delegates get to decide who the party, who's going to represent the party in different races. It does feel so, like a waste of time a little bit. I get that. So the the problem with the caucus system is, so for instance, when the Bernie Sanders Hillary Clinton primary was around, and you all cast your vote, that vote didn't mean a goddamn thing because at the end of the day, it was the people that sat in the gyms in the caucus meetings were ignored that actually got to cast ballots on who they wanted. So instead of the thousand plus people that were standing that in line, in it was like the thirty people in the gym. Uh, you can participate in that. You can be involved in that caucus system, but it's kind of an, it's definitely not a, as democratic of a way of doing it. Um, and it's kind of, uh, in some parties, it's a good old boys club to, to get into those caucuses and get voted in as delegates. Um, so hopefully this will fix that. This is really a, a much bigger thing for Republicans. Right. And like we talked to Kate Kelly, she registers as a Republican because the only way she actually gets to vote is to be a Republican because we just know in a lot of races. That's Kate Kelly was holding wins. my cookies in the Salt Lake Tribune picture, by the way, today for the gays. Big Sullivan. <laughs> I just want you to know that. That's awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> you know that. We remember when we talked about all the film stuff that was happening here. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, ha- was has, has over list. since the early like 1900s, basically. Um, there are five movies that are being filmed, and somebody said that they saw one being filmed down at uh, the, by the Green Pig the other it's day. It's not actually so. just movies because Westworld uh, is little being filmed women. Here. Yeah, Westworld and Little Women are TV shows, aren't they? I wonder if it was Westworld that they were filming then. Oh, no, it's all in Southern. Yeah, well, and Andy Mack is also being filmed here, uh, which is also another show. It's not a movie. Um, and then the Andy Mack, maybe it was Andy Mack, because Andy Mack, I think, is up here in Salt Lake area. Yeah, it looks it's a, like it. It's a Disney kids show, basically. Yeah, I was going to say, I know Disney's filming another TV show here. Yeah, that's that. That's that Andy Max. So there's, there's also the behind you, and then there's the is it Yellowstone or yeah. something? Yellowstone, the TV show. What? It's a it's a it's a TV series called Yellowstone. What's it going to be on? Do we know who picked it up? Ooh, but it's made by it's being made by T- Taylor Sheridan. He is flipping awesome. Yeah, he did Hell or High Water and Sicario, Sicario. and Wind River. Wind River I saw at Sundance this year and it just came out on full release. It, Which was also made in Utah. 
Yes, it is. And it is such a good movie. Says it's supposed to generate $28 million and employ over 300 local cast and crew. And Kevin Costner is the lead in Yellowstone. So, big movie. Uh, or relatively big movie. Series. TV series. Oh, it's a series. Yep. Holy crap. Matthew Whedon, brother of the popular Joss, Joss Whedon. Whedon. Yeah, he's the one that's doing... Uh, behind You. Yeah, and then... Uh, so, Behind Ooh, You is the, is the movie. Necromancer. Uh, <laughs> some of his stuff... Andrew Meacham, Meacham, who is the producer of Mythica, the Necromancer, and A Trip to Unicorn Island. Those titles (laughs) make me want to watch them. (laughs) A Trip to Unicorn Island, especially. But this is just really cool that we have uh, these things going on here. We talked about it. Um, Well, and it's an opportunity, you know, to keep your eye out on social media, to even be local, to be um, locals, to be extras. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Because there are plenty of opportunities. Um, I mean, that's, if you look at high school musical, that's what happened and how many people got to be extras in those. So that's really cool. I'm excited. I want to be in Little Women. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to go to the Halloween Expo and get really creepy makeup on and be in Little Women. Whoa! It's not I don't hard think this film, is though, this right? is not like what's the zombie I just Jane Austen what that I they just want did to do it. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah. I still need to get you that DVD. What's that? Uh, what's that one where Lincoln was a was a zombie? Lincoln Zombie Chaser or no? no it's Lincoln, Lincoln no. Vampire. vampire. Yeah, that's vampire. a really good it, movie. It's it's really, really that's what I was yeah, gonna say. Was I really was surprised. Um. Okay, so the universe, we talk about our awesome health technological advancements all the time here in Utah. Part of that is our education here. University of Utah Health has been ranked sixth among 107 academic <laughs> medical systems nationwide. That's pretty damn impressive. Number six uh, across 107 different uh, medical teaching schools. So the top, uh, top ranking went to the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. Um, they're actually the only one to get a top 10 rating eight years in a row. That's pretty crazy. Um, but we have been in the top 10 for eight consecutive years, including number one in 2016 and Why 2010. Why do you think people go out of state then to go to medical school? Is it a, like a, 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 I mean, this sounds like it should rank up there with like Johns Hopkins. And, it does. And so why aren't locals staying in state? Is it hard to get in? Uh, I'm sure it shouldn't be any harder than any of those other So I'm sure it's ones. hard to get in, but one thing to keep in mind, especially in advanced degrees like that, they, a, a lot of times you get encouraged to get out of your comfort zone. So if you go and get your bachelor's degree in state, typically when you look for a master's or a doctorate, they advise that you go out of state so that you can learn from a different area. I think it also has to do with what you're specializing in. Because even though the OVU Hospital has a lot of amazing things, they don't have everything. So, yeah. so like, if you want to be an oncologist, like, the U is the place to be because Huntsman is amazing. Right. Um, or, you know, a lot of ophthalmology with Moran up there. Um, so there's, there's specialties that work. But a lot of it is, you know, if I go to the University of Utah for my bachelor's, getting into a graduate program in med school as a, as a U student, it's probably a little bit tougher uh, because they want those out-of-state students coming in and they want to encourage you to go out-of-state to, to get your degree. Kick them out. Yeah. Whereas if you go, you know, somewhere in Wyoming and get your pre-med degree and then you come back to Utah, it's probably a little bit different. Um, that makes sense. Both of my cousin's husbands went out-of-state, so. 
it's just something that, at least in my college experience, they encouraged quite a bit for for post you know postgraduate work. So, not me. I was like, I'm out of here. Peace out. <laughs> uh, you have to ask me twice. So, out by you, Thanksgiving point. Did you see the thing about the butterflies? Yes. Jess has been capturing butterflies and keeping them. Did you? Yes. Did you know that I didn't even know like the back all those gardens existed until this year? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. And that's like, I didn't understand where they, but I didn't, I mean, I've been to Thanksgiving, the front part of Thanksgiving point, but went to the, right, went to the Tula Festival and I was like, where, like, where is this? Like, like driving around. And James is like, you have to go back this way. And I was like, I've been driving past this like magical place for 10 years. I'm a nerd. Yeah, it really is a beautiful, beautiful garden to walk through. Um, but they're building in 33. Thirty-three thousand square foot biosphere for butterflies, uh, for monarchs in, in particular. It's going to include a lot, lot of educational stuff. It's going where their old emporium was, so you don't have to go so all the way to the back. But it's it's going to be a really cool Did you ever place. See that movie where, Biodome. Yes, well, that's a yeah. great movie. <laughs> I watched it. I love Brendan Fraser. Mo- I watched it a couple months ago on Netflix. Actually, um, <laughs> not the same, I'm sure, but I just thought of Biodome. Did it hold up? Uh, it was still funny, oh, but good. I that I like that kind of stupid humor. Polly Shore and Brendan right. Fraser together. That was great. Or Encino Man, which is even no better. That is a great movie. No way he's in the juice. <laughs> Five food groups. Meat group. Uh, anyway, but a lot of educational programs around butterflies. Actually, my friend, my friend Clayton, every year, um, uh, I don't do, grows branches. Uh, monarchs, actually. I don't know what the right word for it is. Hatches, maybe? Yeah, he, he collects, uh, the caterpillars and takes them all the way through. Gestates? Sure. I don't know what it, but he, he, uh, takes care of caterpillars all the way through monarch stages. Hmm. Uh, Do you notice that there was a ton of butterflies this year? Do you know why? The butterfly effect. No, yes, no. (laughs) Because El Nino was lesser. No, so every time there's a, a very wet winter, then you will see a greater abundance of butterflies. See, the more you know. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid stars just flew across. That's why I did. Did you not see that? You don't even have the star mic. He does. I don't. I never have had the star mic. Sorry, I'm just dots. Dots, not feathers. I am dots, not feathers. I'm I'm neither. I'm actually striped. This will be really neat and. I I mean they're gonna have way more than just monarchs. Yeah, They'll have and all kinds and, and of butterflies, lots of, lots of educational stuff, and and it shows it teaches kids a lot of cool things. Um, I'm gonna continue with the good news about Utah because we uh, we it's have all a, good news. Yeah, it's this is why people <laughs> like Utah. It's this kind of stuff that goes on. Um, another reason people like Utah: our jobless rate still at three and a half percent. It's kind of held steady. Statty, <laughs> it's a statty number. Stabby, we we you know. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can call Kearns West Stabbington anymore though, because there were three uh, fucking shootings, shootings last right next night. to your freaking house. They weren't right next to my house. They were in the other. They were in the shitty side. No, of the one that happened the other day was, was down on sixty two hundred south. It was down over by the gas station by Harmon's. It was by Harmon's, just down the street, yeah. like three blocks away. Don't worry, but don't tell people where I live. Yeah, because we haven't talked about it enough when we talked about the fire truck being stolen. And the awesome liquor store. Yeah, right? the fire truck was and way the, closer. Yeah, and the liquor store That's we can true. see from Although, our house. to be fair, the fire truck did travel a further distance because it was all the way down by banging. That lady's still my hero. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, oh, you should probably report that truck stolen <laughs> out there. 
like, who fucking tells on themselves? Oh, Young Living Oil. We'll talk about that in a sec. So, <laughs> we, we're at a three and a half percent job, uh, jobless rate, which is fantastic. So that means people here are working. Um, now, some of the, <laughs> there are sirens there's outside, sirens. by the way. <laughs> from, the, from the fire Duck. station. Um, but they were in the basement. You know, the downside is that fire station is no longer unified. Uh, it's West Jordan, which means if we have a fire, it doesn't come from the one that's a block away from my house. It's not even a block away. It's literally around the corner. No, it there. just comes from the one that's a block and a half away. It's more than that. It comes from the one over by your mom's yeah, house. Which is a block and a half no, away. No, it's on 5400 South. Literally on your mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming from your mom's yeah, it's house. It's coming from your mom's house. Your you know what? And the guys, the guys at that fire station, not not meaning anything bad because I love you and I want you to come to me if you know I have an emergency. But you know, when I had an emergency and you guys couldn't find my house and I was standing in the middle of the road waving my you get arms, my point. like you get it my sucks. Point. Like, wouldn't it be better if those guys? It's, oh yeah, that's fucking like a, I don't even have to drive. Don't they have truck. a GPS? They could probably fucking run to the house faster than the truck would get here. Probably. <laughs> Like, it's oh, right fuck. next to those salt hills. Yeah, the and that's also a good thing for our street because the we get salted. The main salt deposit for the county, one of the big salt deposits for the trucks for the county is right there. So we always get plowed and salted like immediately, like five in the morning before. We're like awake. when we're when we don't, we're like something is wrong. We don't ever get plowed. Did someone die? <laughs> well, Jeremy does sometimes. I've got I've, got, I've gotten you plowed before, Jeremy. <laughs> so anyway, that's good news. Uh, and then let's talk about Young Living since. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't print it out. So, I know I'm super fired. Okay, so here's the deal Young Living is one of the many Utah. I would Utah, never fire you, Jessica. Many, many Utah County oh, companies that, uh, that is into either. Uh, what are you handing me a broken phone for? Oh, I don't need this. Thank you, though. I really appreciate it. No, you don't. <laughs> Just, so they See? are a, a direct sales company or a multi level marketing firm. Or a pyramid scheme. But they're legit. They work. Mary Kay. They're legit. Mary Kay is a direct sales organization. Oh, ML. I thought you were going to start. I thought you were still talking about no. Young Living specifically. And you hey, said they're legit. I'm <laughs> not, look, if if you want to believe snake oil works, that's more power to you. The company is a legit company. Um, but they work in essential oils. And it's like you'll it's see. like doTERRA. Yeah, like doTERRA or any of the other weird-ass oil companies. And you'll see like the Young Living Lavender Farms that are down in, in uh, the south end of past Provo by like, what, Spanish Fork, Santa Quinn, those yes. areas past there. Yeah. Um, so you'll see some of their farms. Well, Rosewood uh, is uh, a, it's actually an endangered wood, I believe. Um, so anyway, so through their own investigations internally, they discovered that they were importing rosewood from Ecuador, but it was Peruvian rosewood oil. Uh, Peru does not allow rosewood to be exported from their country because it's uh, a rare or protected species, essentially, of, of plant. So, of course, in the Utah spirit of things, they reported themselves to the government and to the <coughs> Trade Commission, and they... Um, the case just settled. It's like um, pushing your brother down and going and tell your mom. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like it's like when you know the kid wrecks the car and fucks up the axle, 
and and comes in and says, I fucked up the axle, Dad. Um, so the punishment was a lot less severe as a result, essentially. Um, so this, I mean, this is a major, major thing. It was something like 3.8 million. Wait, is that why you're driving the truck? I know I missed this story. No, I was picking up your compost for my garden. Um, it even made uh, the, like, Department of Justice <laughs> website. Well, because it's a, I mean, it's a huge case, so it's a bit, it's essentially smuggling. I was um, trying to find out information. Maybe about that should the be the name one. of their new logo, but, essentially smuggling. <laughs> 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 yeah, I feel that. Oh my gosh, your yeah. notes are running off the edge of your page almost. I know, mine is. They won't all. They won't all make it on. <laughs> Essentially, smug. That might That's be amazing. Our, that might be our show title. So, but so they they um, reported themselves, and the case just wrapped up. Uh, the thing is, is Young Living prides itself on being like this total pro nature, sustainable sources, They're essential oils type. Sh- you have to be a fucking hippie to sell essential oils. <clears throat> I don't think you can make an argument for essential oils without being a hippie in some <laughs> light. Like, I love you, Jen and Derek, but Jen, you're kind of a hippie. Uh, I'm sure so, that's not even like, like an insult to her. I was just going to say, she's not kind of a yeah. hippie. <laughs> well, I don't think she's as hippie. But I was watching. She's not a young oils hippie. She's yeah. like the cool kind of hippie yeah. that you want to know. She's like, let's make our own. I'd actually and be ma- curious to see what she said about that or what she has to say about that. We'll write that down in our questions for when we go um, visit them in a couple weeks. Yes. I'm so excited. What? I am so excited. Did you not read that email? I know, I did. Oh, master of, of scheduling and question cards. Can can you write it down for me, please? I actually sent him inv- invites to every single one yes. of them to put on his calendar. And I'm telling you, that is the <laughs> way to go. I will not have to question it later. And no, I'll he be- won't go, Jess, who are we going? Jeff, who are we interviewing? Jeff, are we going to invite He won't like do that. that. It will be It will be weird for you. My hey, home, so my Rosewood on a downward trajectory right now. <laughs> Rosewood, just so you know, um, is is an endangered species on Appendix One, which I don't know what that means, but it means that no commercial sells for wood that is cut after 1992. Yeah, out of Peru specifically, Peru. Um, has a lot. In, well, this doesn't say where it comes from, except for Brazil and Indonesia. Madagascar. Yeah, it's it's pretty hard to find. It's only in rainforests. In Honduras, pa- Nicaragua, per- Guatemala. Peru specifically has laws against exporting it, period, out of the country. And it was... It's interesting that they're not on this list. Yeah, well, I read the, the case notes, too. Um, but basically, they got leniency for telling on themselves, because I don't, they maybe wouldn't have been found. Like, there maybe was they not knew a red, shit was coming down, though. Well, there wasn't... I mean, it, it's a possibility, but they basically said, look, due to our own internal audits, we found this problem. You know, here you go. Tell us what, you know, what we have to do to, to deal with it. So they kind of got some leniency. Essentially, it's going to cost them about a uh, uh, million dollars, um, roughly. They have restitution to pay back to $760,000. Yeah, so they got some restitution to pay. They've got some fines to pay, but they got leniency. Um, in part because, in big part because they fessed up to it, you know, and actually brought it to the attention of the government. 86 tons. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a how lot. much they That's imported. oil. That's the oil. Yeah. That's not the trees that they had to cut and squeeze the oil out of and extract the oil from. So that's a lot of oil. Yeah, they just wring it out. Yeah, just with it's their with hands. It's a rolling pin. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, they use one of those hydraulic presses. Have you seen? Do you guys? Have you guys ever watched the hydraulic press where they smash? Shit? Like, have you seen the one where they smash the Legos? That's pretty cool. Yes, yeah. they're so cool to watch. That I don't stuff. like to watch the Lego one. Have you guys seen the Lego It? It's amazing. The Lego It. That's it's awesome. So awesome. We did we go went watch saw, it. We went and saw. We went. We did. So I can't it's wait so to good. see it. Well, I don't know how much of a Brie saw. Fuck you. <laughs> Did you have your eyes closed? That's how I, I watched, watched it. Like she had her hands this. over That's her how face. I watched The Ring, and I and I watched it on opening night, and I haven't yet to watch it again. Yeah, I watched it like this. <laughs> okay, there's one, I think I'll be that There's way one too, point in the movie, and it's really quiet in the theater, and something jumps out, and Brie goes, ah! <laughs> really like way louder than that and no one else said anything it was just her because i don't think it was like a scary thing that jumped out when she did it so it two. so speaking of movies um the kingsman that i saw last oh, yeah, night i saw that you liked that. um they a lot of it is and this is not a spoiler or anything as far as i know um a lot of it is based out of a distillery so if you say and, as far as i know does that give you like carte blanche to ruin the movie yeah. yep Pretty much. <laughs> um, so, um, no, it, it's not. A, it's not any like plot driven. It's just where it happens. Is at this distillery, and there are a couple of things that they said, and I was like the only person in the theater that was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like I was the only person that was laughing. The only thing that really bothered me about it is they just kept shooting their whiskey, and you don't shoot whiskey. And I was like. Mm. I don't think, but the, at the end, they um, present this bottle, and they actually made a Kingsman version uh, of this scotch. Yeah, it's scotch out of the uh, Glendronach, um, which is in which is in Scotland. And I looked it up um, at my provider that I buy from seven hundred dollars for the bottle, and it's sold out. I don't. It's a twenty-five year old bottle. I have a twenty-five year old bottle, but it was like four hundred dollars. So. I'm not surprised. Uh, speaking of of booze, um, we're gonna do one last story. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about. So it's kind of a bad thing, but kind of a good thing. We're gonna talk about Ogden, O Town. So the notes to myself. Yeah. So we <laughs> we uh, we're probably not gonna talk about the others, by the way. So you can just chuck them. Um, but uh, Ogden. All right. So if you take a picture of the Wasatch Front and you go from south to north. First, you start in Happy Valley, Utah County. You got Provo. You got some kind of rural communities with Spanish Fork and Santa Quinn. You get into Provo and Orem and Lehigh. Very, very LDS. uh, Very, very Mormon all throughout there. A lot of chain restaurants. Is there an apartment of redundancy department? Thank you for calling. (laughs) More uh, more restrictive liquor laws uh, in terms of when liquor can be sold in like gas stations and crap like that. Um, um, by the way, the only gas station that sells on Sunday is by my house. <laughs> There's one in Provo that does right off the freeway off of Center Street. It's a little crappy one by the Albertsons there. <laughs> don't ask no me how Albertsons. I know. No, whatever it is. No. <laughs> don't ask me how I know. Just go with me because I know for sure they sell crumbs. <laughs> they sell beer <laughs> on Sundays. Uh, anyway, so and then in, you move into Salt Lake. Much more progressive, much more liberal, uh, a little bit looser laws. We have obviously most of the homeless people in, in Salt Lake County. Um, but you know, overall, great city, gets lots of high marks. And then as you begin to move further north, you go into a little bit more extreme Mormon population just north of Salt Lake and in, in the Bountiful area. Uh, and then you get into Air Force Base. 
Uh, so all the communities surrounding Hill Air Force Base. And then you get to Ogden. And north of Ogden, you get into more farms and stuff like that. But, and more Mormons. <laughs> but Ogden is kind of like, um, uh, you know, it's... it's kind of like Kearns. Yeah, it's like, like the bad part of the Wasatch Front. And there's a lot of jokes about it locally. Uh, but the truth is, Ogden's a bad... Like, for a long time, it was a bad place. Um, like Al Capone once said <laughs> that he wouldn't walk the streets of Ogden. Out yes. of fear for his life. He, out of fear for his life, he would oh not walk goodness, the streets of Ogden. Like, legit, he's he's been quoted as saying that. And Ogden did not clean up. So, really, Ogden as a whole, Ogden is a very big place, um, you know, <coughs> distance-wise. Um, so, 25th Street in Ogden is really bad. So, during Prohibition... Was. Was yeah. really bad. Until, like, the last 10 years, maybe? Yeah. It's cleaned up quite a bit. They've done a lot to, to try and clean up the area. So, even before the 20s... Um, Ogden's 25th Street was really dangerous. So during Prohibition, uh, basically they built a whole bunch of tunnels. So before that, they had a bunch of miners and rail workers, and it was kind of a rough part of town. Um, and it's a street, well, Electric Alley was a really... Uh, yeah, it's where they, they got drunk, high, and had sex with women uh, for money. That's where the local whores were. Eh? Eh? Not in front of you. No. Should I name the episode Local Horse since I've just totally uh <laughs> <laughs> No, I thought we were I thought we were naming it. Uh it might be uh, essentially yeah, smuggling. Smuggling <laughs> for sure. Well it fits with this story too, honestly. So and then prohibition That's hits. True. Uh and instead of prohibition cleaning up that area, um or any area <laughs> in the country, just moved in. <laughs> well, I mean even before that, then then you get bootleggers and they started building <laughs> tunnels under 25th Street. So a lot of the businesses on 25th Street were all connected via underground tunnels and they ran liquor. And then as soon as Prohibition leaves, the mobs the mob comes in, which has happened everywhere. As what soon kind as of mob? The mob. Like um, there's lots organized, of mobs. Organized like crime. The Irish mob, like Italian mob. Uh, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't I thought it was the Irish mob. Bunch of drunk Irishmen. <laughs> it's probably Peter's. Italian drink too. Peter's ancestors. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, maybe. Like his great-grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out in Utah in the 30s. <laughs> hey, there's like a panel at Comic-Con for um, like Irish horror story origin things. There is? Yes. <laughs> oh. So, oh, there is, isn't there? So anyway, yes. um, so... It's funny Maybe because Peter will come and this this story that you found, Jess. Um, I don't know where it's from. It's from Only in Your State, oh, which is a freaking awesome website that always has the most random so, historical like locations and. It basically goes post prohibition. The mob took over. Al Capone said that he wouldn't dare step on the streets of Ogden for fear of his life, and that the mobs came in and really started initiating all kinds of underground gambling and everything else. It doesn't talk about basically from like 1925 to uh, 2005 when it actually got cleaned I like up. that from 1917 to 1933, it is the quote is notorious for its lawless nature. But it was bad. Like I remember when I first moved to Utah, the, the rolling joke was don't go to Ogden because you'll get shot. It, it was that way for a reason. Like people always talk about bad crime and like in, in neighborhoods of LA and, and communities of LA, like Inglewood and Compton. Ogden was as bad. Ogden 25th Street was that bad. When I went to Ben Lomond High to take, have, to have Cassie take that test, I was 
this will like it's that school is just dark and and windowless. Well, and that's it's old. Yeah, it's really old. And well, that's so what I mean. it's from that time of of. So there was the mall that was right there for a long time that they got rid of, which helped once they filled the pit in. Um, hey, we have one of those pits. In yeah, it's over by Oakley. Cottonwood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But it, it, I, I remember working security at a party at a club, and I, I roll up to the club, and there's, like, legit four bullet holes in the door. Well, not just that they just have Not gotten, fake ones. No, no, no. Legit ones. Like, like people shot, drive-by, shot at the door, and I'm like, oh, this ought to be a fun night. And, and that night, so this is, like, probably 2000, 2001, that night we had cops roll in to the party didn't give a shit that it was a rave, just looking for dudes that they were looking for that had stabbed some guy a block away <laughs> that they thought had come into the party, rolling around the party, like looking at everyone, all these high fucking kids just trying to find the dude that they're looking for that's, you know, been involved in a gang stabbing down the street. And then, like an hour later, there's freaking EMS units because some dude got shot a block further down. Like, this is the kind of place that it was. Their per capita crime rate was higher than LA at a lot of, in a lot of times. Uh, and it's only been in the last 10 years or so that that area has really gotten away from that. The safe at my work has bullet hole dents in it where it got shot at. Really? Did someone try to open it? I guess. I <laughs> Is there even like anything in it? The value? Yeah. We keep all of our checks and cash and all that stuff in it. It's locked with a little combination lock thing. But how much cash do you guys really keep on hand at an insurance agency? Well, not a ton, but a ton, but we keep like all of our checks and stuff in there so that whoever can go grab them and they're not just in somebody's drawer because we don't, nobody locks their, their offices or anything. And we've actually had stuff stolen because of we, you people just walking off the could we're just walking off the street. But yeah, it's been shot has two dents in it. So that was the worst thing about Utah today. Uh, that's been better improved. <laughs> the worst thing. It's pretty awesome, actually. Um, I mean, it's this is a little interesting history from, you know, the happiest state on earth. Um, that's not true. We're not the happiest state on earth, but we're at the top, uh, though. We are pretty They're happy. Based on, what it, they based it on dumb things, though. It should have been based on the number of uh, prescription antidepressants. Then <laughs> uh, we, we would be the saddest we, state. We got a lot of the those. most, the, <laughs> the most prescribed. the most depressed. Oh man, oh, they're okay. The doctor gives them to me. I can take these uppers and downers together, right? Adderall and Prozac work great together, don't they? Death. <laughs> anyway, uh, I th I think that's going to do it for this episode. Um, I'm, I'm glad you could join us for episode 69, uh, essentially smuggling. And uh, <laughs> I'm just tagging it right now. <laughs> I feel like I wanted to make a really like inappropriate joke, but I couldn't. <laughs> I'm sticking to it. I'm going to get yelled at after you leave, too, Jess. Bree sticks up for you. Yeah, oh, you got to know that. Somebody's got to. <laughs> <laughs> That's very gonna, nice of her. She gonna, doesn't need to. You're just going to keep making digs at me, aren't you? No. You deserve them. <laughs> so uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, probably short one, Jeremy, because he is going to be in the Disney places. Yay. Did you say probably short one, Jeremy? But no. we'll have an Ebo instead. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll put I your dog put on, him on the <laughs> podcast. Uh, honestly, well, you know what? We would be able to hear him because of the tag the that you put on. <laughs> Episode cool. 70 is going to be really good. We're going to talk to You'll a lot of people. Because <laughs> um, you're going to get to hear from a lot of, of Salt Lake people uh, about yeah. why Salt Lake's so awesome. So um, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, yeah. 
No, you hang up. <laughs> <laughs>